Blog Talk Radio. Jumpster. 
with a bad bitch that came from Sri Lanka. Yeah, I'm in that Tanga, color a Willy Wonka. You could be the king, but watch the queen conquer. Okay, first things first, I'll eat your brains. Then I'ma start rocking gold teeth and fangs. Cause that's what a motherfucking monster do. He'll dress up from Milan, that's a monster do. Monster just up the heel, that's a monster show. Young money is a rasta and a monster crow. And I'm all up, all up, all up in the bank with a funny face. And if I'm fake, I ain't know that's my money. Everybody out there, what's really good? Everything. I'm saying we in the building for another wonderful night, another epic episode. You know what I'm saying? Another first for the show also. Indeed. The long-awaited arrival of Brother Azariah. Yes, yes. The world record. Uh, master teacher Azariah has arrived. And, um... You sound kind of choppy in my phone. I don't know if it's coming across like that. You said I'm coming across choppy? You was, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, but the topic that the brother is going to touch on tonight is very important and, um, is is definitely I'm sure some information that hasn't been heard before by many people. So I can't wait for that. Indeed, he's definitely um going to bring a different dimension to this particular conversation and that is one about the 
confusion between genetics and cybernetics. You know what I'm saying? What do we stand to benefit from a world that is submerging into a cyber reality as online dating and other forms of social interaction dominate the entire relationship spectrum? Like, you know, people are hooking up online. You know what I mean? And um, there are a lot of other things that are going on online that kind of lend credence to a creation of a whole new world, a whole new reality that people are actively participating in. You know what I'm saying? And it has results because it actually has body. It has, has form. You know what I mean? People are putting energy into these particular situations. So I think that it's time that we pretty much address it because, um, you know, it's kind of obvious that a lot of people are really becoming more and more synthetic. And especially since the synthetic nature of people is, you know, all, all the more so starting to emanate and express itself around us in this community, we thought it necessary that, um, you know, we, we, we drop the science on what's going on with this, uh, quote, unquote, you know, this artificial entity. You know what I mean? The shadow of what we knew people to be. You know, by proxy, the cloning of people by way of their food supply. You know, my main question is, if you eat GMOs past seven years and those are genetically modified organisms, can you by chance consider yourself still human if you're eating inorganic matter for that long and your cells are regenerating themselves based on the information that's being encoded from the nanotechnology in these food sources. So you mean to tell me that um, if one was to eat cloned chicken and they a cloned chicken head? Yeah, they're not even a regular chicken head with the, you know what I'm saying, with, with the regular grease and the regular uh, spirits from that blood. They clone chicken heads. You know what I'm saying? Like, take the concept of cloning into mind because a lot of people look too far past what we mean by cloning or saying that you already live among cyborg and androids and what have you. Take in vitro fertilization, mm -hmm. right, a process of which uh, life is artificially inseminated in someone else. By that process, at what stage is the spirit infested or soul infested into that particular person? Denoting life. Mm. And anyone that knows offspring or, you know, like test two babies will attest to the fact that they don't have that vibrant that, that vibrancy. You know what I'm saying? They're not resonating on a level where you'd be like, yo, that nigga super conscious. Mm-hmm. You know? Indeed. And um, you know, in, in in the news cycle, you know what I'm saying, all throughout the whole week's news cycle, all we were shown were basically signs of the condition of the foods that many of us, and when I say many of us, I mean many of us are consuming on a day-to-day -day basis. Um, we previously, spoke, yes, previously we spoke about 
the conditions that you find inside of the slaughterhouses, which basically if you are eating dairy or if you're eating meat byproducts and if you're eating, um, you know, any any animals, that they're being raised and um, basically slaughtered in these slaughterhouses around the U.S., uh, around the U.S.A. Um, right. And now, thanks to this investigation, we have unsurmountable proof to bring to the family, and it's almost, you know, it's, 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 it's almost like we got to make noise about this because there should be a consent form sent around to responsible adults and members of what we consider to be the quote-unquote family to say, yo, I read this, and I see everything they're saying. I still want to fuck with chicken or dairy because according to the FDA report, when they went to the egg farm, in Iowa. Now, people, don't be hit over the head by them marginalizing eggs because what's giving birth to eggs? Huh? Chicken. Mm-hmm. So why isn't that called a chicken farm? So you tell me the chickens is only there to lay eggs, and then when they finish laying eggs, they kill the chickens off, and you don't ever get to eat that? No. The eggs are the byproduct of a chicken farm. So the conditions that they found at these chicken farms, right, is that they found maggots, right? They found flies, so many flies that they, you know, beyond uh, an amount that they could count, piles of dead flies as well as, you know, living flies. But why were the flies there? Because they had eight piles of manure, Mm. at this facility. Now, you're talking about little chickens. So imagine how much fecal matter did those chickens kick up. And the fact that it was piled up means that they were probably attempting because they had to know the FDA was coming. So this is the leftover. This is the byproduct of what happened after the attempt to clean up, that they called them piled up trying to get rid of it. It had to be, but nonetheless, eight foot. We're talking larger than Shaq, okay, more shit than Shaq. Liquid feces falling over the eggs, okay? And then they had water, had the salmonella in it. So if the chickens are eating chicken feed and the chickens are in pens, right, I mean, are in pens surrounded by uh, feces and excrement, then by proxy, they're saying, okay, well, the eggs that were contaminated, the salmonella was inside of the egg, not only on the shell, which means what? It got the genetics from the chicken. So the chicken, by proxy, has the salmonella in it. So they should kill off all of the stock on that particular farm and get rid of that farm because it's no longer good. It can't be sanitary because the chickens have the infection. So if they're not testing the chickens, they're just playing a game on the people by pulling the eggs. And the companies that already have the eggs in their possession, they have to make dairy products or cakes you know what I'm saying, or breads and stuff for that nature, that everything else that eggs are using, they ain't giving their eggs back. All of that is going into the food supply. So to top it off, you even talking about an egg that's not even organic, an egg that's probably not even human, a cloned egg that that probably at this point that has all of those extra issues. Is it worth it? Or you got to ask yourself the more important question, are you even the one making the decision at this point? 
or, or your decisions being led by your parasites, which have to be fed these inorganic materials because that's what they are used to at this point. Mm-mm-mm. So we got to be that real with this conversation. All this information is coming out about what McDonald's food is. If you're still feeding McDonald's to your child, you're doing your child a criminal injustice. By way of malnutrition, that's the worst thing that you can do to your child is starve it. So by proxy, you know, by starving it, by feeding it the malnutrition, cardboard, plastic, lead, silly putty, clone meats, okay, they're feeding the cows cow, and then the cows are cloned to begin with. You know what I'm saying? And that's what we are feeding our children and expecting the best from them. Or wonder why the statistics are the way that they are aggravated by other conditions such as social engineering, but as well what's going on in the kitchen. What a mother passes to a child is a form of endearment. That's a bond of love, okay? So if it's being passed inorganic matter, then it understands that the first bond has been broken, which is love. Once it finds out what happened to it, it's going to inherently inside of itself, yo, mom ain't love me. She gave me a birth certificate first, then she was feeding me plastic and cardboard. So looking at, at, at the breakdown of the family structure, we got to understand it. how people have now been given the gun to turn on themselves. The people shooting their brains out, you know what I'm saying, laying there with their head popped off, pointing fingers. Like, nah, we are making these bad choices, but the information is now available that we can make wiser choices. And my suggestion, I just, you know, I want to form the family that I just spoke to Sebi. He came back from Honduras uh, the other day. He is scheduled to be going to Tanzania where the president has invited him to come out and build a village. So he's immediately jumping out there so the harvesting of food can now start and we can exchange we're putting the body on herbs and certain foods because we have to rid our bodies of these parasites to give our body a fighting chance to no longer do these things that are killing us. So we will be having him, you know, hopefully swinging through to make some comments very soon about that village and the status of the village in Honduras as well as the status of the veggie delis. He just came from a high-profile meeting and D.C. dealing with that as well. So all of those things are still projected to be on time, and they are definitely moving forward while this industry falls apart. But we still have to make conscientious decisions constantly about what we're putting in our mouth. Because honestly, it has some of us going crazy. You know what I'm saying? Some dudes are eating too much soy and the wizards as well are engaging in certain levels of intakes of food that are throwing their hormones off because they want to be the men in the community. Incredible. Yeah, my bad. Indeed. My lines keep lighting up. Um, yeah, yeah. Definitely that soy intake is um you know, and amongst, you know, the soy and a lot of other things, 
uh, basically, um, you know, just it's, it's showing in a lot of behaviors, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's, it's really showing up in a lot of decisions and a lot of statements that a lot of people are publicly, you know, standing up there saying and a lot of decisions that they've been making and you know as a community who is basically a community that is out there you know what i'm saying you know all of the different participants in this quote-unquote conscious community are on a worldwide stage you know what i mean and a lot of the family are privy to see you know the the theater of this conscious community and the theater of everybody that are on these stages and you know encompassing the theater is decisions that individuals tend to make at specific times in their career or their life that define who they are or defines who they're not so you know you know i'm just saying like so for years upon years upon years even before they created this youtube phenomenon even before the Facebooks and the social networks and whatnot, our social network that existed within, you know, me and my brother's cipher is has been this conscious community and all of the participants that exist within the conscious community. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you want to really compare the conscious community, I will compare it to what hip-hop is or what hip-hop was more to say in the 70s. With Bambada, with the eight, with the, uh, the Black Spades and the, the the Savage Skulls, and you know all of these groups that existed when hip hop started in its inception in '73. You dig what I'm saying? Like everybody was scattered around when this new energy was on the scene because people knew that there was a wave coming. People knew that there was something that was about to be introduced to the world, and they knew that they were on ground zero. They were the creators of it. It's thousands of pioneers that are responsible for this thing that we call hip-hop. But it's thousands of people who didn't make the jump when hip-hop became what it is that we know, uh, the golden age of hip-hop and all of the things that emanated when um, when it truly got formed, when Bambada and Herc truly defined themselves as the pillars of the hip-hop movement. You can still find those people in Gratona Park backspinning these days. You can still find them people, in, you know, in, in, in the projects and whatnot talking about, you know, this hip-hop is for the Bronx. This ain't for the world. This is this is that real stuff right here. You know what I mean? Ones that were scared to take the jump because they did not realize that the, the hip-hop was a global entity. The same way that you have people in the conscious community that do not realize that this consciousness thing is a global entity. It's a universal message for universal people. You know why I say that? Because at the same time, people around the world are privy. The universe is looking at us through the images that they're showing around the world any damn way. So we have no choice but to represent ourselves on a worldwide scale as who we are, as this conscious community. We have to become what I would deem as the ma'at. We have to become the other side of the scale to what they're showing the world. Because right now the world sees us as a death culture. Right now the world sees us as useless eaters, expendables. The world sees us as uh, basically, you know, the army of the Antichrist, if you really want to see what they're talking about in, like, uh, Christian circles around the world. You know what I'm saying? So we got to become the counter to that. 
You know what I mean? And that's what we're doing actively in our everyday waking life. You know what I'm saying? From the entities that we've created, know the ledge radio, know the ledge media, know the ledge TV, spreading consciousness through the media, not dealing with the negativity that was infecting the community, basically becoming the clean glass of water next to the dirty glass and let you decide what you want to take. And before that, Street Knowledge TV, yeah. Street Knowledge WordPress and Four Corners newspaper. The Four Corners newspaper from the from wow. what from the mid nineties when being conscious was taboo when they actually made fun of us. You dig what I'm saying? Like when when this stuff was underground, when this was truly underground, when 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 people wasn't wearing conscious T-shirts, people wasn't wearing arms, people wasn't greeting each other with whole tech. People weren't changing their names on the social networks. You know what I'm saying? Like back all the way back then when it was cool to be ignorant. Right. Nobody had feathers in their hair. You know what I'm saying? Going against the grain of the status quo, putting our pride in our back pocket and stepping down from the industry and coming into this conscious thing and breathing the life that we could breathe and bringing what we could bring to the table because it's all about playing your position. Um, in the, in the Voltron thing, cause I understand the concept of Voltron. I understand the concept of working with my brother. I, I've grown up working with a brother for my whole life, for my 30 some odd years. It's been, I've had to humble myself and learn how to work with others. Because I know that it's not just about me because one monkey is not the whole show. This thing is Voltron. The black line was never more important than the green line, than the red, the blue, or the yellow. They all were important. They all had to come together because the beast that they was fighting would smack each lion down because that lion had nothing. He, he couldn't stand up to this beast. It was imperative that you had to combine and bring those forces together in order to take on that which you uh, basically, whatever the enemy, whether it's the enemy within, the enemy without, whatever it might be. But in order to face that foe, the key to that is coming together. You understand? This weekend, what we saw demonstrated is a wake-up call to all of those people out there who feel like it's not important to get together, or they feel like unity is just a cute word or whatever. The demonstration that they showed in Washington, D.C., when Glenn Beck and the Tea Party and Sarah Palin and all of them came together and demonstrated right there on the mall, basically launching and basically setting the stage for what they deem as their new crusades because it was all about God and it was all about them reclaiming the old United States. You dig what I'm saying? So I'm sure that Glenn Palin got personal indifferences with Sarah Palin got personal indifferences with some of the Tea Party leaders and some of them might not like each other and some of them, you know, might not have as many YouTube hits as the other people, but that did not stop them from being as petty as individuals that I find myself surrounded by have become. They decided all of that stuff is null and void. They came together and they demonstrated on that lawn ways that People, you know, I'm not, and I'm not going to shit on the community because we can't do that times 10. That wasn't nothing right there. If you want to deal with a demonstration, that wasn't nothing. We could do that times 10. But my question is, can we really do that? You got to, I mean, I'm, I'm saying that we could do that, but you got to ask yourself, are we ready to do something like that at this point? Or are Negroes going to start acting like women? 
you know what I'm saying, or Negroes are going to start acting petty or besides themselves and say, I can't go on that stage with, you know, that person up there. You know what I'm saying? They not as deep as me. <laughs> you know? I read, I, they need to read a hundred more books before they get up there and speak to the people. This is my show. I did this. You know? I wrote all of these books. I'm the pseudonym. I am Ivan Van Sertima. I am Stanley Lane Poole. I am, um, I am all of these people that have written these books over history. That was me the whole time. It's just me. I created the Moors. I created consciousness. I created Iowas. I created Alistair Crowley. That all came out of my imagination. I am the comic book guy, so I created everything. So you can't talk about anything without mine. You know, I, I did paperwork with Myra, and I came up with the copyright for consciousness and the Moors and stuff, so I own that. This is how they act in these days. So why the petty kings... If you study Morris history, you know what that is. While the petty kings are demonstrating pettiness, you understand, and, 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 and showing the people where they're at in their development, the so-called beast or whatever you want to call them is demonstrating that they're way beyond that and that you don't have nothing for them at this point. And that they're ready. They, not, they, not, they didn't get up there and say, we're ready to pop off in 2012. They say, let's get this thing going right now. we ready. What's up? Come on, Glenn, say it. So the brother Ali Muhammad has come forward and called. Uh, um, he said that he's going to work on putting together a demonstration in D.C., um, I believe, next year. We got Save Our Streets, where we're going to be going all over the United States of America, and then we're going around the globe to demonstrate through seminars, workshops, lectures, and other forms of communication to our people that it's time to rise up legally, you understand, consciously. Well, lawfully, not legally, but lawfully. So, you know. I want to, you know, that was a, a wonderful synopsis, you know what I'm saying? And I definitely want to thank you for hitting on some key points and opening the floor to what I feel would be the perfect segue at this time to definitely bring in the brother Azariah and let him expound upon sexual technocracy. You feel me? Indeed. So with no further ado, Nota Ledge Radio would like to present to you the brother Azariah. Peace. Hey, peace, brother. What's going on? Peace, God. What's happening, man? Lovely show, man. I like that uh, energy uh, your brother just projected out, and he's right. Uh, you know, that's another form of magic. If you can go and advertise... You know, a group of speakers from New York or wherever that have the knowledge that they're mm-hmm. going to be in town for a weekend. I'm pretty sure, you know, if, if not the first year, the second year, you're going to get a huge understanding of what's happening. Right. So, but everything takes work, and it's not going to come easy. Those obstacles, if we can use the term God, is put there for you so that you could grow a spine. Yes. You see, so obstacles are actually good. So those are always the things you have to 
consider when making any type of new move because the obstacles are going to be out there and the obstacles are going to be internal. Indeed. And so you have to strengthen yourself to be able to handle all of that as far as your patience and understanding. Indeed. So, brother, today uh, I'm going to talk a little bit about what you, a lot about what you uh, actually want me to talk about, which is the topic of sexuality as it pertains to technology. Um, First, I want to give a shout-out to my grand elder, C. Freeman L., who passed on a couple of years ago, who uh, uh, I pattern everything I do, basically, as far as teaching goes, after him, because I thought he was the greatest teacher on the planet. Also, a shout-out to Charlie Parker, whose birthday is the same day as Michael Jackson, Uh, but you didn't hear anything about his birth or anything. He's one of the greatest jazz musicians in history. And... uh, All you heard was uh, a lot about a lot of Michael Jackson stuff, you know. Right. Given he deserves all he did, that, yeah. So does. Uh, we did have the Charlie Parker um, festival in Harlem on Saturday. I want to acknowledge that because that was well attended. Uh, the energy was high. He has a very diverse following, so a lot of people was in the building from different uh, walks and spectrums of life. But yes, and I, I was out there and. Uh, it was mostly white folks who traveled far and wide, uh, you know, to be there, uh, you know, and definitely not enough of uh, people who should be there, uh, you know. You know, and I, I would see, and I would stop these uh, white boys and ask them, you know, how was it and so forth. And most most black folks don't even know who Charlie Parker is. These people are coming from Staten Island, Jersey, all over the place to come to Harlem. Right, right. And uh, another great jazz player played there. That day, I think it was, uh, I can't remember his name right now, but he was another great uh, jazz player was there at that time. Uh, also, I want to give a shout-out to my queen who is here, and she's going to talk a little bit about our jury a little bit in a little while. Our uh, jury is very beautiful, and uh, she um, works on it real hard. You know, we both work together on it. You know, she she makes something up. Say, what, what do you think about this? And we'll rearrange some stones. But she'll break all that down for you. The magical amulets that the sister Majay makes. The family you often see me advertising those beautiful pieces. Well, that's the jeweler that you're always asking me about. So we're gonna have her come on as well at some point tonight, and um, you know, let the family know what she's working on and how we can get in contact with her for her wonderful magical amulets. Yes, yes. Uh, also, I want to let people know that uh, Fila Kute, the play Fila Kute, is still running in New York, and you need to go check that out. I mean, that is one of the most powerful uh, rituals uh, that I've, I've seen. And, and when I went, I think I, I think we went on Christmas Day or New Year's Day or something like that, all white folks sitting up in there. I mean, they have you participate in the rituals, give you the whole historical breakdown. And this was something very powerful that uh, Jay-Z and um, uh, Jada Pinkett, among others, who are involved with. And I mention them because we see a lot of stuff on them about the Illuminati and all these symbols and stuff like that. Most of those symbols are really very, very positive if you do the research on it and it pertains to their history. And, and um, you know, anytime you get somebody like Jay-Z and they're projecting him and putting all this stuff on him, uh, and which which we need to look at that. You need to know everything, really. It's not to leave any information out. 
But, uh, you know, when they're giving you all this kind of information on these perfectly done DVDs, then you have to ask the question, another question. He just got uh, Patty LaBelle to replace the mother in the Fila Kuti play. So that's going to be hot, and that opens on September 14th. That's going to be hot. So uh, he's doing his thing, and, you know, we, we, we already understand that when you're dealing with certain levels, you have to be covert. You have to operate in a certain way. You can't just be doing shit. Mm-hmm. And so, so you gotta understand that too. So, given given the chance, we should allow some of the people that we are in the forefront that might be seen to be doing negative and wrong things or whatever, uh, allow them a chance to to look, just take a real deep look at them. You know, like to me, Johnny right. Cox is the greatest black man in modern times. You know, if you look at his history, man, it, it, this dude did more civil rights or whatever you want to call it than anybody in recent times. This dude was real powerful, and, uh, I mean, they just took him out with using, uh, you know, ELF through his cell phone. Actually, mm-hmm. he used high frequencies through his cell phone because the ELF uh, is, is the low frequency. That hits down at the root chakra. And when that hits at the root chakra, it opens your sexuality up. It opens you up to ideas, fantasies, mm-hmm. because the waves travel like a ocean's water. And they put on those waves uh, messages, just like your radio. Your radio might say 104.5. That's actually the megahertz level. See, that's the frequency. On the frequency is the voices you're hearing. Mm-hmm. You understand? So all of that stuff is used in, computer, in computers, in all the cars, all the new cars, and most of the technology is radio frequencies. Radio frequencies in the megahertz level is in the millions your body can't really handle that. That's why if you go to Europe, the Europeans have stopped a lot of that technology. They took the Wi-Fi and all of that out of their schools. Only America uses it. And around the world, you can use your cell phone. If you run out of minutes, you can still receive a call, except in America. You understand? So we see a lot of things tied into sexuality because at the advent of the Internet for everybody, this opened people up to pornographic stuff and all kinds of things and, and, and uh, you know, datelines and all this kind of stuff. It opened that up. And see, when it opened it up, it also opened up sexuality. It's all there in the same screen that you're looking at, like, like you're sun-gazing. You're sitting in front of a sun. So that opens you all up. And so what happens is you become ideas are put into your head of what you think you might like or might want. So right. when you deal with energies going through the body, you have to understand that we as humans only function on the hertz level, which is like one one hertz would be one cycle completely through your body one time. So your body, to be a healthy body, somewhere around, I, I would say 70 hertz, 70 cycles of energy going through your body is a healthy person maybe even higher for a black person. And so these devices that we're using don't function on the hertz level. Functions, some of them function on the gigahertz, but definitely the radio, just the regular radio is a, is a, is a megahertz. That's a million times through your body. Right. So now you're, once, you, once your body feels those vibrations, you've got to understand that we don't just have we talk about seven chakras or nine chakras or whatever amount people use, but each, like your heart chakra, each of your chakras have chakras. 
but your heart has three chakras, okay? A crown chakra, a center, and a root chakra, where the energy comes in. All of these things are affected because it's affected because the once you move into the gigahertz uh, area, which is Wi-Fi mm-hmm. or wireless, Bluetooth, and all of that, the frequency gets higher and it starts to boil all that liquid that's around the heart and the brain. Mm. So people must understand. Now we're not going to give up our technology. People are not going to stop using this stuff because of all that. And even the people making it, they're doing their best to find ways to somehow limit the toxicity that's coming out of everything that you're using, especially if you're in front of a computer. If you're in front of a computer, have everything up there. Just have your screen and the keyboard. Put everything else on another desk. Especially if you're only using it if that's not what you do. If you're a person that just go to work or whatever and then come home and use the computer for whatever, chatting and all that, only have a a screen and and a, a, a keyboard up there. Because then you, if you if you have more than that, a modem and all that stuff up there, you're, you're concentrating the energy directly into your head. What you know is supposed to be on a computer more than 20 minutes at a time anyway. Hmm. You understand? Can you say that again? You're not supposed to be on a computer more than 20 minutes anyway. Wow. You see, and, and when I was growing up, I was always told to stay at least 6 to 10 feet from your television set. Right. I was with CRTs. That's those big screens, those big TVs with the big backs on them. Those are called CRTs. Now it's the advent of the flat screen with plasma and all of that in there. You see. Yeah, how much more power? 3D TVs. Excuse me. What you say, brother? I'm saying how how much more powerful would that be, and you know, what what amount of distance would you have to give it to be considered? Well, you can't with Wi-Fi. You got to get out of the way. In a computer, you just got to get out of the way or block it. With a television, you can move, I would say, at least six feet minimum. Minimum. If you have an a older TV with the back, with the long back on it, which is a CRT. But if you have a flat screen, then you need an organ, you need some protection. You need to, they have a paint now. Uh, we're ordering that from Switzerland. A paint that all the Europeans are painting their walls is a black, tarish looking paint. You put that on the wall and then cover it up whatever other color you want with it. So this this blocks out all of the external Wi-Fi systems that are coming to your system because you have Wi-Fi. Even if the signal don't come through as far as the message, the frequency still comes through. That's why you should never walk around with those earpieces on your head. Because you, if you're not using it, it, it attracts everybody else's frequency modulator. Now, are you talking about Bluetooth? Bluetooth, all those, anything that receives. It's a transceiver. Anything that receives information in the form of sound, analog sound. Because everything we hear is analog. Right. Okay, so these are the things you have to watch out for as far as dealing with the technology. Now, uh, when, it, when you tie it to sexuality, you, you don't even really have that stuff on at night when you're sleeping because... It, it definitely hits the. It goes to the uh, the lower frequency levels that deal with your chakras, your your root chakra specifically, and that's when people will have like succubuses. They'll have sex with succubuses or have dreams and nightmares. Nightmares can be uh, due to electronics or microwaves, and they'll have these dreams. 
And these dreams, if they're not a wet dream, that's a normal dream. But sometimes, some people, I've heard many people say this to me, they've had dreams with entities, or sex, excuse me, sex with entities. Yeah, that is a succubus. They're there to stimulate your imagination sexually through the screen or through the television, some kind of way. And then when you lay down and go to sleep, it continues to stimulate you on the astral plane where you just don't see it. Mm. And the succubus is male and female. Whoever is having sex with at the time, in the physical reality, they will change their sex to female if it's a male. And they could change it back to a male, vice versa. That's what a succubus can do. And so there are forms of, uh, I call, uh, psychic parasites. Because they deal with the lower level of the dream state going into your root chakra. And it causes, and when you even if you don't have sex with a succubus, you may have a weird or sexual dream. And those sexual dreams may give you an idea that's not your own sexually. And that's why we have a lot of things going on uh, sexually throughout society, especially through the computer. Now, the dating thing, in a sense, that's good. And in another sense, it's very, very bad. It's good in a sense that you could connect to people because communication is always good. But on the other hand, it limits time spent with the person. Okay, so this person is developing ideas of what it should be or what it's going to be like. But the main focus of the whole thing is to to lock you down. And it's going to lock you down by going to something called Internet 2.0. That's called Internet 2. That's a new or full new Internet. And that Internet is going to... They're going, to, they're going to cut off the Internet that we're using now with YouTube and all of that's going to become That's going to become very rare. The FDA and the government is going to regulate Internet 2, and every site you go on and everywhere you go on there, you got to pay. And it's going to, it's going to dictate what is put up and what ain't put up. Whereas now you have a, freedom, a reign of freedom and just they're pulling you in. Right, but... Yes, from what I read about this Internet 2, it will be, uh, you know, a super, it's the super Internet. It's actually the frame that they built to accommodate the LH, LHC, which is the Large, the large Hydrogen Collider. Mm-hmm. So they had to build a system specifically to encase the power that it took for all of those, you know, servers to uh, process the results that were coming because, you know, they needed trillions and trillions of a mouse of RAM, so they created it as a military device. They said it's comparable to how a regular computer would take three hours to download a movie. This computer is strong enough for it does it in five seconds. And it oh, also yeah. has the capability to project holograms. This is where the hologram technology is being foisted through. Mm-hmm. That's that's true, brother. So you can actually go to Google and type the Internet too and fill it right up. You can put it right up. And Internet 2, uh, as far as how powerful the information is moving, it's going to be moving at 10.8 gigahertz. And the, and the type of and the speed of information is going to be somewhere, uh, the ability to hold information is going to be somewhere in the terabyte or the exabyte, and, and, excuse me, the exabyte or the petabyte level. That is, that is a billion trillion times a second. 
this this now you could you could uh, uh many of the white boy speakers have already broke this stuff down, but we know for a fact that it's a it's the regular internet was military, but this is the military lockdown one that's coming now, the internet too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. so so this is a whole and this is to, to regulate information. Because information now they're attacking all of so called we call liberties or freedoms, they're attacking all of that on every level. But first of all, the first thing they did was to see what was going on. And that's YouTube and all of that. Because even the newscasters refer to YouTube now. Yeah. You see. So, so those are, Yeah, what'd you say, brother? It's a source now. It's a legitimized source. Yeah. Yes it is. Yes it is. So you with the technology just be aware of what's happening and protect yourself. And that's the reason for even saying and, and, and learning this information. Copper is really good to block out uh microwaves, especially around your computer. Uh we have a big copper uh, uh pyramid organ right in front of our, mo- our modem. And in the organ with all kinds of uh turquoise and crystals and all these things we use for the organ, just like what Jay uses for jewelry. How about uh, tourmaline? Is tourmaline useful for people to have near their computers as well as forms of onyx? Yeah, tourmaline is is great because of its color, black. Uh, It is is, um, known now that uh, black, uh, especially when you're dealing with, like, uh, crystals, and you're dealing with uh, the black Tesla plate, uh, specialized metals that are black, and there's also this black paint they have in Switzerland uh, reflects off microwaves. So that's right. understood. That's well understood and well tested. Uh, one of the people that one of the uh, best sites that I've seen. There's quite a few though. I think is um, BioPro. They have like chips for uh, the cell phones and for the computers, but I honestly believe with the new technology, with the gigahertz on Wi-Fi up to five now, um, I would say you would need more than that now. You need more like copper, a lot of copper. Put copper pennies around the computer. You want to stick them on your computer um, model, on the uh, monitor, stick them on the rest of the computer, and just don't have all that stuff piled up together on one table facing looking at you. You see, then be aware of when you sleep. Be aware of what's going on when you sleep. You understand? And then you could be walking by a store, and that the store might have Wi-Fi. You might go in the building, they have Wi-Fi. If you've got that Bluetooth in your head, then be sure that you're collecting up a lot of that microwave energy that's coming to your head, and you feel get a headache. Later on, people are going to have tumors, all type of stuff. Right. So it's a very yeah. interesting yeah. subject. Uh, the ramifications of the overuse, you know, the rampant use, because, you know, I know people with the Bluetooths, they rock their Bluetooths 20 hours out the day. You know, every minute that they're up, they got a Bluetooth on. Yeah, it's a style. It's a fad. It's a, yeah, it's a fad. Like, you know, it has to, they, got, they got Bluetooth to coordinate with outfits and all that. So the ramifications of that are not even readily available or not even known yet, is what we're saying. Well, if anybody wants to see a movie on the research, mm-hmm. based just on the research of cell phones, you're saying the Bluetooth, 
emit more radiation or as transmitters bring in more radio waves. So that's even higher than the cell phone concentration. And the studies on the cell phone radiation, you know, pretty much said, that, yeah, this is cancer-causing. Of course. Of course. Go see the movie Harrison Bergeron. There's a movie called Harrison and Bergeron. And in the movie, they're wearing the Bluetooth all through the movie. And they're sending mind control messages, signals. And in that movie, everyone had to be dumbed down. So that's a very interesting movie to watch based on that. And there's quite a few other. Uh, there's a, one called, um, it was one that came out about the televisions, the plasma TVs. Uh, all of that technology, like I said, is not bad. It's just a matter of you protecting yourself against them. So like, certain uh, movies. Huh? What do you say, brother? The movie Signal, movie Signal dealt with this as well. I'm saying, talking about them sending a beam out. Well, it's, yeah, it's, well, it's, it's, it's done by satellite transmissions. Satellite transmissions means a multitude of transmissions into different places. Actually, scalar waves mean that uh, transmissions are sent out, multiple transmissions in different areas at one time at different frequencies. And so that's how a lot of that stuff is being run, just like your... Um, your um, GPS is a GPS is a monitoring device. You're looking at a GPS and it's showing you from satellite transmissions where you're going. What makes you think they don't know where you're going? Oh no, they absolutely know where you're going because it, it's it's an identi it's an identifier where you are on the grid at all times. Mm -hmm. So there's markers involved and there's memory involved. And uh, I got to drop the link in the chat room now about the uh, the GPS uh, Supreme Court decision that was made where mm. the Supreme Court said that, uh, you know, the FBI or the feds can track people via GPS without warrants. Oh, they made that law. That's law. They made it a law because they said uh, your right to privacy don't exist when they, they plant, they're going to plant whoever don't have it, they plant GPS systems underneath the car. And that's legal because it's legal because it don't infringe on your right to privacy, is what they're saying, because the car is outside your garage. That's their reasoning behind the whole thing, you see. And right. they're doing it only so they will know, and they can hear you also. They can see you and hear you. And that's right. the reason they're doing it. And that, that was, I think, this week they passed that one. I'll drop that link in the chat right this very second. Very interesting. I was reading that article, and it said as well that, uh, you know, people people with, with, with longer paper and bigger estates, they have more protection because their estate is that much wider, meaning that your acres are protected. You know what I'm saying? If you fence your joint off, the police can't intrude upon that property if they place any devices on that. And that's an intrusion of, 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 you know, that's breaking, that's intrusion of your privacy. But living in these apartments and all that and having the whips parked outside or what have you, none of that is protected as considered your, your privacy. So, yeah. Well, on the mind control level, anybody with that kind of house that's gated and all like that, they've already, through mind control, uh, uh, projected those out as compounds that could be attacked, and, and, and whether you're right or wrong, you see. And that's the whole thing with David Koresh and many other white boys who tried to live 
or trying to live on their own except the Amish because the Amish are the original Nazis. They're the only ones really because they're the origin of their whole civilization, uh, the way they live, you see. That's the, that's the, that's the occult uh, aspect of America, you see. The deepest occult. That's where all the rituals, that's where all the magic, that's where everything is taking place with the Amish, okay? So they're the only ones that um, they will allow to do their whatever. That's where, when you see them going to Camp David, they visit Amish, Amish places and do shit like that. They don't go to no place that you, a set place where you know they're going. They never do that. Right. You see? So, yeah. And even if a person did decide to uh, move out to the open grass and gated stuff off, they'll put up a cell phone tower. I'm doing a class this weekend on uh, star-stepping, and we're going to go through all the cell phone towers. We're going to break it down, and you're going to be shocked. Whoever's there, I would recommend you that, that one. Uh, you're going to be shocked at what I show you as far as what cell phone towers look like today. You're going to be shocked. And that's going to be a great lecture anyway, a lot of powerful information. So if anybody is uh, in the hall around that time, Sunday at 1 o'clock at the uh, sacred, uh, sacred um, I think it's oh. Gold Cultural Gold Center, right? I think it's called. Right. Right. At uh, at twelve o'clock. At twelve o'clock, the lecture will start, and we're gonna go for about two and a half hours, three hours, and a lot of powerful, powerful information. You're just getting a little nippet of it right now. Indeed, indeed. Yeah, we're gonna get into the frequencies uh, that run through your body, how energy moves through your body, how it moves through your body and how it correlates to the female body. You know, for instance, the male crown chakra might be positive and the female crown chakra is negative. And how does that correlate to the different chakras? How can we match it up sexually? How can we make it come together better? Because you got to understand something. A lot of disparity we have between each other, male and female, is because of the lack of knowledge on how, uh, how actually anything about sex. We don't get sex education, you see. So a man, he might see a woman and want to look at her butt and all like that. No, that's not how that works. You keep your eyes above the head. And that's really, uh, like, say, for instance, uh, a woman might say, hey, you walking with a man and say, hey, what you looking at her butt for? You want to watch out for the guy that's looking at the head because that's how women's energy start at the head and flow downward. Men's energy start down at the penis area and flow upward. That's why it gets hard, you see. And so you're looking down there, and you turn, most women are turned off by you looking down there anyway because their energy starts up at top. You understand? So those are the things we're going to be getting into, all of that, uh, especially dealing with mind control and quite a few things. So I recommend anybody that's interested in that kind of information uh, make it out there Sunday. And uh, my queen is going to be there with all her powerful jewelry, and uh, she's just itching right here waiting to to, (laughs) to talk about her jewelry and whatnot. So I'm going to put her on in a second. And her jewelry is really nice. And, you know, when she makes her stuff, man, I grab whatever I see, man. That's first. Yo, yo, yo. And I got some real good ones, real nice ones, man. So, But here she is. She's going to talk a little bit about her her jewelry for a minute, and then I'm going to get back with you, my brother. Hold on a second. Peace, brother. Peace. What's happening? Hello, family. Good. Uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. To the family out there, I have um, promised the family that I was going to get you in contact with them. So okay. rather than you just having these individual conversations one-on-one, telling mm-hmm. people 
what it is you do in terms of the jewelry. Mm-hmm. You have the opportunity to speak to them all at once. Okay. And um, you know, I want you to tell them how you come up with these original magical amulets that you designed. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. These talismans oh, yeah. and these ornaments that, you know, we can definitely put on our exterior for protection. Exactly. Well, what happened was I, I got in touch with my higher angelic self. And deep down inside, I always felt that, you know, I should create. You know, I feel like it, it was probably, like, my destiny to create. You know, so I feel like I, I do have a gift. And because of that gift, I wanted to share it with my species mind pattern and, you know, just cultivate, you know, our uniqueness because every piece of my piece is um, is different, is unique. It's unique. It's, it's no two that are alike, you know. Um, I deal with all kinds of stones. I deal with pearls, magnetic pearls, um, freshwater pearls, colorful pearls, um, organs, hematite, turquoise, crystals, agate. That's probably one of my favorites, you know, because it increases your energy, and I have a lot of that, <laughs> and it relieves fatigue. And uh, meteorites, I love meteorites as well, and rosewood, boxwood, silver, gold, copper, everything, you name it. Even hair. <laughs> I've made a few pieces out of my locks, you know, that fell out mm. or whatever. <laughs> you know, also quartz. Quartz, um, quartz is, like, really good. We have, like, like cherry quartz, lemon, lime, chocolate, orange, <laughs> you know, all kinds. Absolutely. By uh-huh. far, I have um, seen mm-hmm. you utilize almost everything out of disposal you've created jewelry out of it. You know, I, I, you had the, the dime earrings, the nickel mm-hmm. earrings. And, and you, know, you know, you have so many different selective pieces. Oh, and yeah. That's the fact that there's art surrounding us at oh, every yeah. twist and turn. Oh, yeah. It's like I'll, I'll have a dream, and then I'll just wake up. It could be 2 in the morning and just make it. And then when I get up, like, later on that, that morning, I'm like, how did that get there? You know, it's, it's a lot of my pieces wow. come come out that way, you know. I have young young people, old people that come to my table. I don't really want to call it a table. I, I would more so call it my altar, you know. So if Absolutely. Anyone, yeah, because it's, it's definitely my altar, you know. So if, if anyone ever comes... Can you tell the people, yes, where uh-huh. they can find you? Sure. I'm on 125th Street. I'm right in front of um, 56. The address is 56 or uh, the juice bar. You know, only on Fridays and Saturdays from about 12 to 7. And Sundays, right, baby. Sundays at the class. Um, You know, when we have classes, I'm there um, with a few of my pieces. I also specialize in um, lock jewelry. So if anyone out there with locks or or even braids, natural braids, I have the most unique pieces you'll ever lay your eyes on. And um, you can tell me what you want. I can custom make it. You can tell me your dream, something that you dream of, and I'll make it come true, you know. And you could just wear it so you could see it all the time, you know. Um, and I also um, created something called God or Goddess Bracelets. And what that is, it's um, it's attached to the wrist. It's like a ring. It goes all the way down from your wrist all the way down to your finger. And um could be crystals. You know, men wear them as well. You know, they they I think men wear them more than the women do, <laughs> you know. But... Yeah. Um, yeah, this is just this is just a passion. I always felt like if you have a passion, you know, you stick with it, and it really grows, you know. And people see 
that you love what you do, you know, and they enjoy and wearing that, that That is definitely what exudes out of those pieces oh, is passion. Saying. Yeah. You definitely put your passion into it. And I got and a lot almost, of that. Mm-hmm. It almost speaks to the spirit of the person that it was made for. Mm-hmm. Because oftentimes I've seen you make pieces that were made for people that haven't even encountered them yet. Once they bump into it, they're like, oh, this was made for me. Exactly. So in the dream. Exactly. It's it's very rare that someone comes up to my table and leave with nothing. You know, they always leave with something, and they come back, and, and they say, you know, I put your bracelet on, and I was about to get evicted, and my phone rung, but I thought my phone was off, and it was for an apartment. You know, right after I put your bracelet on, you know, it, it's things like that, because I have so much energy, you know, and it, it, it goes into my pieces. I mean, I, I've never even worn jewelry before. I I just had like a, you know, like I said, I just got in touch with my angelic self, and I just I I just went crazy, <laughs> but a good crazy. Yeah. Listens to you. Yes, to you too. Please continue to do what it is that you do because it definitely is contributing to the angelicness of others when they are able to, you know, use these outer expressions of you know, they're in a beauty. Oh, give thanks. Oh, and, and on one note. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Continue. No, no. Just, you know, I was just saying to continue to adorn the mm-hmm. God and the goddesses, you know, with those relic pieces. Oh, give thanks. Give thanks. And I, and I, and you wear them so royally. <laughs> yes. And also, I, I'm also a master mistress of poetry. And um, soon I'll come out and, you know, stand up and do my poetry once again. My poetry is, a, is as intense as my jewelry creation. Yeah, well, we gotta welcome you. You know, we have a open night, a night, a open mic night on this show called More Fire. Normally, okay. we do it one Friday out of every month. So I will definitely inform you okay. when the uh, the next show will be coming up. And Sounds we'd love wonderful. to have you present your piece to the family and to the world. Oh, I would love to do that. <laughs> Good thing. Absolutely. Give thanks. Okay, I'm going to put my king back on. Blessings. Peace. Peace. All right, my brother. Yeah, she ain't lying about that jewelry, man. That is something, you know. Absolutely. And, no, yeah, yeah. I mean, I got, my, like I said, I, I, I have a whole wall up to myself with stuff that she made hanging up, man. Two walls. <laughs> Two walls, right? <laughs> yeah. So, as, uh, as we were saying, brother, we'll get into what sexuality and um, a woman. Most most of us need to begin to protect ourselves and begin to uh, work more in the realm of magic or the unseen world. Last time I did a show, I did a show, and uh, we got on the topic of the menstrual, uh, the menstrual blood, a radio show, and you know. Uh, hopefully, um, I'm talking to people who understand some of that information because the last show I was on, they didn't understand that and they just went off. Right. This is one you, of the most. You are speaking. You are speaking to that audience. I do want to reference our listeners, though. If you have your children listening, this is that point that we told you that we'll give you the heads up because we're about to get into some grown things real quick. So you got about a minute. Do what it is that you have to do. And I do want you to touch on that, brother, because your name is synonymous with your advocacy of that particular um, practice, and you speak on the importance of it, especially for those that are looking and understand 
sex as a form of and the highest form of magic. Mm-hmm. Well, what I'm about to say is, I think children should hear it. Actually, you know, if they're mm-hmm. old, if they're old enough to understand what I'm saying. Now, when women have their menstrual cycles, but it's, that's the menstrual is only the physical exterior energies that are used by occultists. The real powerful energy is actually ten days before the menstrual when she's ovulating. When she's ovulating, that is her own internal full moon, as above, so below. So she's having a full moon, and that full moon is 10 days before she actually begins to menstruate. That is when she is more psychic, her emotions are more powerful, she's, her, her magic is more powerful, and for men, she is more orgasmic. Okay. That is the time, that is the time that you read in all the mythologies about the full moon. It's not the full moon in the sky. It's the full moon ten days before the menstruation. That is the power that women have. That is, if you have any problems, if, say, for you want to go to court or whatever you got to do, you do not wear underpants that 10 days before menstruation. Now, when you're menstruating, I guess you have to wear them. But that you have that period of time when you, and this happens every month, you understand, every month. So she could actually, if she wanted to, read minds, you see. It's basically really nothing, nothing that she pretty much couldn't do. This was known in historically, historically speaking, the witch that knew the information. Yeah. All women are them, but the ones who knew had the title of which. Okay? Right. So when I mention all of that power that you have, that just the female, I didn't even talk about the man, just the female have, you have power to destroy any kind of negative energies. You could bring down societies. Hmm. Women have the power to project out whatever they want. And the idea is to keep them on the plantation, focus on something other than themselves. You know when a person has a low self-worth of themselves because they'll say, I'll tell them to get something to go eat that's going to be healthy for them, and they'll say they can't afford it, and i got to get something that's bad for me. Is You can't afford to keep your own life up to live. You can't afford to live is what you're saying. That's a low self-worth. Anyone who still go learn all this information and go get chicken, fried chicken from Kentucky and all of that stuff, that is a person with low self-worth. And that's what you have to understand when you're talking to people. You have to raise their vibration. And we're also going to be talking about that this Sunday, too, how to do that. You can say things that can raise a person's vibration. You can say it in a way that deters them from going eating good, eating the right things, and you can say it in a way that makes them go and eat the right things. It all comes from the heart. Right. You see? And so you, you, the magic that exists just between the black man and the black woman is so powerful, but it lays dormant based on the lack of knowing what it is and how to use it. And it, it has to become bad. It has to become nasty. It has to be something that's not supposed to happen. The menstrual is not supposed to happen. You know, all that stuff. Right. 
right. to be used and utilized. You're saying that's the point when the silver lining is that exposed and we could be casting and doing our highest forms of magic. Exactly. Exactly. There are techniques that men need to do to attract the correct lover. There are things that women need to do to attract the correct lover. And then, then we get back to now the Internet thing where you're trying to text somebody on a certain, you know, get with somebody that you don't know. And more ten times out of, uh, uh, more times than none, the women winds up with the bad end of the stick. You see, because they operate from the head up. You understand? The men, on the other hand, is operating from the waist below. You see, he wants one thing, she wants another. Two different things going on there. Right. So you have to understand, when he gets off from talking to her, he might go to a porn site. Yeah. Or she might. You understand the sexuality being projected out? You see? And it takes away from and, and, yeah, the courtship. The ramifications of such a, a energy exchange, you know what I'm saying? If someone is taking the arousing, brought about by sex texting, you know what I'm saying, and then they run into a site and they go and pull up Chippy D, you know what I'm saying, or let her have it on a YouTube, bow, bow, and they create right. these, uh, <laughs> you know, these, <laughs> these ethereal spiritual entities by way of them, you know what I'm saying, uh, ejaculating. Is that entity actually taking on the form? Because cyberspace is almost like the waters of noon if you really understand that blackness, you know what I'm saying, for what it is. It's like this. Yes, and, and brother, we, we want our technology, but what I'm saying is this. If there was no internet, you had the, you met a person in a bar, you knew the energy. You understand? You, 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 if you see somebody walk down the street yelling and cursing, or, or someone with a lot of negativity, don't walk behind them, because they leave behind a trail like a slug. You understand? So you met people. You, you can't determine the energy. They can say anything over the internet. You had you dealt with energies. The woman is psychic when she, especially around that time, but her energies is more intuitive, and so she cuts that off. She don't know what she's getting with. I mean, we got all kinds of stories out there, it's well known. But when you met, went and met the woman, and, and you had went on dates every day to get to know each other, you got to know the energy. You know, you, 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 just like if you, you're going to have sex with a woman, you, well, you, your hands should do most of the talking. Your hands. Can you explain those what you mean? Parts stimulate her. The parts that stimulate her, let her hands, and let those hands, let those hands absor- go into her. Visualize your hands going inside her. That's right. And massaging the insides of her organs. You see, and finding those, those new points that she needs to find out. So it's almost like, you know, also doing light work at the same time. Yeah. Because if you see it as an energy exchange and your energy as chi emanates, you know, inches off of your your hand, then your energy can go into her energy field and affect her energy field, but you also now can become the healer. Yes, you can. sexual exchange is supposed to be all about because by proxy of you healing her, now you have more light accessible to the dreams that you want to bring about probably a sex magic. Mm-hmm. Well, most, when, when people, first of all, when you've met people we didn't normally touch, that's European masonry. 
you didn't touch each other because you were you knew you were God and that you were each a universe. Universe don't collide like that. You you when you met another person, yo, my boy, my man on the street, whatever, y'all didn't touch each other. You see? Because of the importance of who you were and your energies. Mm-hmm. Now it's it's you know that's something that's like fakes that don't even exist anymore, and especially when you were a woman and your energies come together, when universes do collide, it produces a, it projects out a, a creation in the form of a child. You see, so our concept of sexual and nobody's perfect. We me and my queen work on our sexuality constantly. I ain't gonna never stop working on that shit. Yeah. <laughs> You want to know everything there is to know about each other and do everything you can do. Because after a while, if you do the same thing, it's the same spot that used to stimulate the woman. Don't stimulate it no more because it's been done too much. You've got to explore. You've got to different movements, up and down, left and right, round and round, circle, square, triangle, all of that. You know what I mean? So that's, that's, that's the intimacy that comes with love, should come with the love. And the trust, because all those three elements make all each other comfortable with each other. Sex uncomfortably is not good, because you're, you, you're not in control of your own thoughts. It's an entity controlling you. Mm. Okay, so can entities can control you through sex, and, and many they're attracted to you because it's, it lights up. In the astral right. world, when you have sex, it looks like light to them. And they move toward it because it's warm over there. Because where they are, it's cold. Especially if they're negative entities. Negative entities are cold all the time. Those are people who got... To a flame. Yeah, those are people who got chained to their reality. And still, that's why you see a ghost with chains on them. Because they chain, they're stuck in a certain dimension. Their mind. Those things are everywhere. And they see that light, that heat. You protect your room with all your spiritual, put up whatever it is that you collected from wherever you've been that's spiritual to you. You put that up. Those will be your mantras. Put up incantations. Rap music. Rap music, rap music is one of the baddest forms of voodoo in the history of black people, rap music. That is incantation. Incantations are rhymes. They don't work unless they rhyme. You understand? Right. That is magic. That's voodoo. They don't even have to claim to be voodoo priests or anything. Mm-hmm. You're just being it. You you are it. Indeed. All right. Is there is there a specific thing that they can put in the area that would um you know sort of like protect them while they are going in and engaging in sex and opening themselves up? For every person, it's different. I have a violet. My bedroom is violet, but violet is a protection from anything that's microwave or electronic. But you have to put up things that you like, things that appeal to you, that's going to bring that level of comfort. Right. And that's outside of the electronic devices you might have in your room. If you have electronic devices in your room, do all the techniques we've talked about for over the years. Okay? But comfort, as far as emotions go, is a must. Right. 
And so over over the chat line and all like that, you you're jumping because you're not you never you don't have that auric field merging from time to time to really feel each other out. Sometimes people meet up and the brother comes, he just wants some pussy or whatever. But he might change his mind. It all depends. You understand? It's just the way the way that the energies might connect. And that was for, that's for the sisters out there. Who's struggling trying to find a, a correct brother. And it's based on her incorrectness. Do you understand that? You only attract. It's only what's out there is what you put out there. Mm-hmm. You understand? So we got to correct each other in a way that's loving, not trying to yell at each other, not trying to point the finger at each other, but just say it, and it's the way you say it, and that way is not to hurt the person's feelings, but out of the, from the heart, because that's where your breath comes from. With love, you got to bring it from the heart. It's got to come from the heart because that's the only place the breath is coming from. It goes past the heart to the stomach and come back through the heart again, through the root chakra of the heart. And whatever you say is on heart energy, floating. Regardless of what you say, doesn't matter if you lie or whatever, it's still coming from your heart. Absolutely. Dave, that a go. Uh, I want to actually go into the callers. There are a few hands up in the call queue. You know what I'm saying? The lines are packed. So I definitely want to get some um, some questions, comments, or concerns in for the evening. Are you no problem, brother. As Raya? Yeah. Also, I don't know if you're going to stay with us until the 11-11 hour. At 11-11, we do a group meditation, and we allow our guests to set the tone for what that meditation should be. You know, brother such as yourself specializes not only in certain mantras, but also has a vast knowledge of the necessary colors that the mind should be projecting, I would like for you to set the tone as well before, you know, we uh, hit that hour. But now I want to open up a phone line and allow all of you to get questions in. Call well, at, 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 uh, at 11, brother, we got to prepare for our sex magic ritual. So, no problem. No problem. but... Before you leave us at 11, just leave the people with something and we could join you in the ethers at 11, 11. No problem. And on the meditative plane. No problem. No problem, my brother. So we want to lines now or you, are you still with me? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to the lines. I'm going to open up some lines right now. Call a caller from 772-626. Peace.
is you start studying them, studying what kind of plants you have, um, studying what kind of energies they have. Every plant, tree, anything in nature have different energies. Uh, the tree has the most powerful energy there is. They, it encompasses all the nature elements. Um, but always find out what type of plants, because certain plants you put around your house for healing, protection, you know, various types of plants with different things. So I would get you a nice, uh, go to Barnes and & Nobles and go to the tree. They have a whole section on trees and insects and all that and get you the tree book or the plant book and um, look up your plants. And then uh, once you know what they are, you could go do some other research on the metaphysical uh, breakdown of what they may be. Rosemary tree or plant is excellent in the house. Um, very spiritual, very protective. Uh, mint is another one. Um, roses was more of a um, symbolic. Uh, that has more of a symbolic nature uh, to it. Um, but you could, you could actually, if you water them down, you could actually eat them though. Violets is very, very, very uh, powerful and will definitely protect anything uh, coming in there. Uh, insects. Uh, if you, especially if you get bees, uh, will, bees and ladybugs will show you that as a positive energy. Um, and even flies, uh, which we're going to be breaking that down about the flies, a very interesting subject. Uh, but yeah, you, you have to look at look up what you what kind of plants you you have. All right, thanks, peace, bro. Mm-hmm. Peace, family. We are going to the next caller. I want to say thank you to the caller again. Um, caller calling from 718-251. Peace to the caller. Peace, caller. Peace and love. I didn't realize I was on. How are you? It was Peace, a fantastic, man. fantastic, fantastic, fantastic show. And um, brother was on point all the way, and I'm glad he educated people on that. Um, thank you, sister. How, how, you know, women and their magical powers. And I say all the time that women are putting voodoo out there just with their thoughts all the time. They can think things in existence. That's why they should concentrate more on what they want versus what they do not want because they they are creators of this with their thoughts. They're creating a lot of things. So that is the ultimate power of just knowing that, you know, in itself. But that was some great knowledge, and um, it was informative. And I will be tuning in. So uh, thanks for the show, brothers. And y'all definitely, definitely, definitely keep it up because we need the knowledge. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. You know, it's interesting um, when you look at computers. Computers have inside it a motherboard. And that's interesting because every component, the memory, the brain, everything lives on the motherboard. Okay? And that's representative of the human body. The computer represents the human body, you, you see. The CPU, which is what makes your computer work, which all information is channeled through, is the brain. And, you, and, and one thing I noticed about that, there's really nothing in the brain. All that information comes from different parts of the computer, just like your body. All the information comes to your brain when you need it. Drop something on your toe and see if information don't come right straight to the brain. It comes from somewhere else. Your features and when you look. Everything is there, and whenever you need information, it's stored in your features, and it's pulled to the brain. The brain only accesses it, you see. Yeah. And, and a lot of people don't know the female brain is heavier than the male brain, okay? Yeah. The weight of it, you see. 
Interesting. Okay. Sis, do you have any more questions? Hello? Call? No, I'm good. I'm good. I'm just listening. I'm okay. just listening. Okay, peace. Definitely. Thank you. Peace. All right, let me call. Let me get caller calling from 347546 area code. Peace. Peace. Peace to the family. As a ride, peace to you. Peace and twins. King Simon. Peace. Peace. Peace to the family. As a ride, peace to you. Peace and twins. King Simon. Peace. What's good, bro? Peace. Peace, Lord. Um, now, as a ride, I've, I've watched uh, one of your DVDs, and you, you, you made a statement about the couples sleeping opposite side of each other, one head, head down, feet up. Uh, can you can you expound on that? Okay. Yeah. Mm, you, the, one of the best, one of the best ways, the union okay. position uh, for a couple to sleep. Uh, now, this is not for sexuality or anything like that. This is just so that energy could flow. Right, right. You sleep head to toe because the uh, front of the female body at night flows upward mm. to the top of her head. And for men, it flows from the feet to the top of his head. Mm. So it's going like a spiral or a circle. Now, there are different t- time periods during the day where your body's energies flow differently. For instance, a lot of people, when I talk about your left hand receives and your right hand projects out, that's the palms. But on the other side, the back side of your hand is the opposite. So you are walking polarity and a walking Wi-Fi. You're a wireless communicator, and you your energy shifts, and you have polarity in the body on both sides. For instance, your the back side of your right hand pulls in, but the front side of your right hand projects out. Okay, so you have both. It all depends on how you want to use it. For instance, if I want to project into a stone, I would put it in my palm of my right hand and and the other stone on the back of my left hand. So when you study polarities, you understand that there are different positions. Now, this this could differ from couple to couple, too. Some couples' energies flow differently. It all depends on testosterone uh, levels and um, the female hormone in the man uh, called the, um, he has a small amount of it, uh, and I can't think of the name of it right now. But testosterone is a male energy that some women have. Hormone, right, a small hormone that she has also, a small amount of it. Like a female is 60% female, and 40% male. Mm. And men are 60% male and 40% female. And each one of the chakras match up magnetically, you see. Mm. Like the male crown chakra will be negative, but the female crown chakra will be positive, you see. Mm-hmm. So it depends on the couple and the persons. That And, and, I, and I, I would say that, um, the standard order, or for the most part, is the yin-yang position. But some people are different, and you have to feel that out and work with your partner in figuring out what is the correct configuration for you all to sleep to have positive uh, energy in the morning when you wake up. And usually usually you can tell if it's a decent way, you know, if it's not a bad position, then the male will get uh, a very strong erection around 5 o'clock in the morning 
if it's not a bad position. If it's a bad position he's in, he won't have that erection. Hmm. Uh, can I ask one more question, Twin? Of course. Yes, I that. Uh, yeah. Now, do you, would you suggest? Um, I've, you know, I've had numerous uh, tall women in my life. Would you suggest a shorter brother dealing with taller women? No, it's doesn't. It's, it's not the physical aspect. Okay. It's not the physical aspect. It's nothing I'm talking about here. Is physical. Hmm. Okay. So uh, height has nothing to do with um, um, the, the astral or the energetic properties okay. of all human. All humans have the same quantity of who they are within them, meaning that if she's a female, she still only has 60% female and 40% male. Of course, that can differ also. You got you have some that are 50-50. That are, that are mm-hmm. You know, you have women that have uh, uh, like 55% male, you know, and, and like 65% female, something like that, or, you know, mixed like that, and they may be born like the uh, Olympic runner, Simonia. Simonia mm-hmm. is... The, uh, originally, they called her a female, uh, but and she she had a vagina, but she didn't have any ovaries, so they couldn't classify her as a female. Mm. Mm. The fastest female runner in the world, she was actually a hermaphrodite in physical reality, so they had to cancel that out of the Olympics. Wow. They couldn't have that in the Olympics. Right. Hermaphrodite, they don't have no classification for that. <laughs> mm. Wow. Let's see. Okay. Thank you, brother. Keep on doing the good work, twins, and that's all right. Keep on doing your works, brother. Yeah. All right, bro. Thank you. Um, I want you to inform the family real quick before you get off. Let them know what you have coming on the 19th because, you oh, know, yeah. lo and behold, that's like right behind the corner. That's right around the corner, should I say. Thank you very much, brother. Oh, yeah, Sunday, September 19th, we got Dr. Delbert Blair coming back again for his uh, last historical appearance in uh, Brooklyn, New York, until next year. Uh, of course, speaking on Inception, overstanding the dream world and what is really happening to our earth, our universe, and, of course, us featuring uh, Joel Benjamin again, and, of course, Brother Polite is also making his uh, uh, special guest appearance. And also, and that's going to be at the Marcus Garvey Holistic Center in Brooklyn. Advanced tickets are now 19.99 before September 11th, and uh, I had the $15 one going before September 1st, but September 1st is tomorrow. So if you could call me by tomorrow, it's no problem. <laughs> my number is three four seven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll let them know. My number is three four seven five four six five nine seven eight. Tickets. I got ticket locations also in Brooklyn. Uh, I got uh, Respect for Life Bookstore, Nostrand and Herkimer selling tickets. If you, if you can't reach me, you can go there. They're open at ten o'clock. And I got Nicholas Brooklyn downtown Brooklyn five sixty uh, Fulton Street, right near uh, McDonald's over there across the street from uh, McDonald's, right downtown Brooklyn, not the one in Manhattan. Nicholas Brooklyn, all right. That's owned by uh, Nicholas's daughter, and they selling tickets also. So tickets are moving fast over there. So if you want your early bird seats, please go and get your uh, your advance tickets now. And uh, thank y'all very much for supporting the family, especially you and uh, you, twins. Thank Azariah, of course. You know, I know he's out here doing it. Sundays he does his thing. I know he can't make it all the time, but I run into him, and I'm glad uh, the brothers are doing their thing. We all got to keep on doing the work. Love y'all. Thank you. Thank you, my brother. Yes, and Donald Blair is uh, one of my. Um, I like to listen to the brother speak because he always he was always one of those brothers on the technology, and yes, so um, you know he would give you metaphysics and history, but he always gave you that that little bit of dealing with the technology that always uh, kept you on understanding what was going on out there 
not only on the earth, but in other dimensions and as well as space itself. So Let me ask have, you something quick, guys. Right? That, that, the, the 20th, are y'all doing anything over there on the 20th? Because uh, he usually likes to do a workshop on the next day, so maybe we can do the workshop, a private workshop over there the next day. I don't know. Yeah, that, that sounds like it might be a plan. That sounds like a plan. Just uh, call me. Twin uh, has my number there, and uh, my number is actually I'll give it to you right now. One three four seven. Hold on one sec. Hold on. Let me get my pen here. Yeah. Okay. Three four seven. Uh huh. Uh, excuse me. Three four seven two seven one eight seven four three. Eight seven four three. All right. I got it. I'll call you. And you can also go to azazil.com, which is my website, myname.com, and you'll see uh, my um, email up there. And, um, and try to make the, if you can, brother, make the next week, this coming weekend, it's going to be some powerful stuff. Oh, no, yeah, I already put it, in my, I put it on my calendar. I'm coming. I'm definitely going to come check this out, brother. I'm coming. Yeah, brother, because anybody who's into magic, you want to be there because I'm not going to put everything on videotape. And I'm going to show a lot of magical techniques that are very powerful that um, we, we as people who are going to be stepping out need to know how to start step, okay? So uh, make sure you're there for that magical. Uh, that's going to be very magical, uh, and I recommend that you're there. And like I said, it, it, that, I won't be able to film everything because I can't uh, teach that to everybody. Of course. of course. Thank you all very much, brother. Thank you. I'm just going right. to tune in and, what, and let, let the yeah. other callers call in. Peace. All right. Peace, brother. Thank you. Thank you. I want to take caller, caller from 757-470. Peace. Peace to the gods. Peace, my brother. Peace. I had a question. Um, as, um, hopefully, hopefully you could uh, break this down. Um, like when I'm going in with my sex ritual, with my you know what I'm saying, you know, with my shorty or whatever, um, like, if we are, like, face-to-face, you know what I'm saying, if, uh, you know, it's like, you know, what they say, the pineal, the crown chakra is that, like, when them, you know, when my, you know, my forehead, her forehead come together, it's like an energy, you know what I'm saying, that emanates, you know what I'm saying, I can feel it, and um, it's very powerful. I was hoping you could explain that, you know, if you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, that's actually very beautiful. Um, especially if it's doing foreplay, um, more so the actual sexual act. If it's doing foreplay, that's a very uh, powerful, positive, connecting energy. Um, but if it goes all the way into, from the foreplay, into the actual uh, sexual act, you, you guys need to um, write down or what it is that you want out of life or you want done and place that idea within that, that energy connection and make it happen. Okay, I feel you on that. Yeah. That's what I wanted to know. Yeah, um, yeah, great show. Y'all was going in earlier in the beginning. Um, just want to let y'all know that uh, red pill and blue pill, you, you know what I'm saying? Y'all, y'all was putting it down. Well, thank you, brother. Indeed. All right, peace. Peace, brother. Okay, okay. Do we have another caller? I believe I'm going to take the caller. Caller from, let's see, 772-626. Do we get that? Peace. All right, peace. 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 Peace, caller. Do we have another caller? I believe I'm going to take the caller. Caller from 
I can barely hear you. You got an echo in the back. Six, 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 six. Hello? Yeah, um, Hello? Yeah. Are you speaking directly into the phone, or you got us on speaker? Uh, let me take you out speaker real quick. All right. Can you hear me now? Yes, indeed. Peace. All right, peace to the guards, man. Y'all did a good job tonight. Oh, uh, peace to the red and the blue pill. How's the wire? Thank you, brother. Yeah, I wanted to know uh, um, what kind of um, what kind of like you know sex magic I could do like to uh, you know like to enhance my you know my sexual act with my you know my queen like you know any type of candles like a light incense or whatever I mean you know like to you know really get into the sexual magic you are talking about. Well, it, it all depends on what do you know about it. What's that? What do you know about it so far? I mean, so far, I I know uh, red candle is, I mean, they say if you burn a red candle, left for love, you know, incense or whatever, you know, for, you know, I ain't never really did no type of reading on it, but, I mean, I've always heard, like, you know, different uh, people talk about it. Yeah. But I don't really know nothing about I mean, I'd like to learn more about it. Definitely. Yeah, I recommend that you learn more about it, come to the classes and talk about it first. But what you, if it's a red candle from the Botanica or really anywhere else, I don't recommend it because um, those candles are toxic. The fumes from those candles are very toxic. So you could actually go get you a red light bulb. You understand, or, or something like that. A compromise, you know, uh, work with other elements that are more healthy. Um, you could, if you want to use a red light bulb, you could use that. But I would recommend a dim, bluish or violetish type light, almost like a, a black light bulb, to bring that um, that that dark goddess, that mother spirit in. The blue blackness, and, and oh, uh, okay. all the time, blue black is the is a stone known as lapis, which was represented the vagina of, of Isis, which was the lap lapis. So, and that's where Horus sat, and 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 so you you that's probably one of the best um, best intimate um, energetic colors that you could use. Of course, you could also do the do the do the roses or whatever. Come up with your own ideas for the bed, satin sheets, and all that kind of stuff too. If you you know whatever comes to your mind. I mean, we're already at the level where we're gonna where we get uh, Halloween masks and alien heads and shit like that. So right, right. And I just want to say another thing, man. I was watching the uh, the interview that you did with Bobby Hammett. Um, I think it was this year. When you was questioning, you know, when you was questioning him, and uh, you know, the interview and whatnot, I was look, I was, you know, that was a pretty good interview, man. You know, when y'all was going in about when you and him were going in about the woman's vaginal, and how y'all were talking about, you know, when the woman, you know, with the don't wear panties, just to, you know, just the power alone of pussy power. And I mean, I want to know, uh, as far as men, when you was talking earlier, I mean, what kind of what can we do as men? Men have the tekken, and you also have a vagina on the tip of your tekken. So I, the last time I wore underwear, I was in the fifth grade. Right, right. You understand? Okay. So you, you're, 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 a, you're a warm climate uh, black man. 
So right, right. The less you have on, really, honestly, is is how you your skin breathes. It needs air. You know, I mean, how many how many people allow the sun to irradiate the genital parts? You understand? Yeah, yeah, I got you. Yeah, that make a lot of sense. That's true, man. Hey, oh, right, that's fine. I appreciate that, brother. All right, brother. Thanks for the no, thanks for the knowledge, man. You're welcome, brother. Hey, All right. Call us, uh, calling in. I'm going to open another line. Call a corner from the eight one five three four two. Peace to the caller. Peace, peace. Thanks for taking my call. Um, I had a question for Brother Azaziel. And um, I had heard you, Brother Azaziel, talk about um, in previous, like on a YouTube clip, about you know how you could create um, when you make in love with your with your mate or partner or whatever, yeah. and and how you know to to hold the thoughts, yes, to you know to get in mind whatever it is that you want to see manifest and to hold that thought. And so I was wondering, um, what is it that we could do um, to keep thoughts, unwanted thoughts, from coming in? You know how you try to hold that thought, but then you got maybe other things that's trying, you know, that's coming into your mind. What could we do to prevent unwanted thoughts from coming in? Well, my queen, um, she sells uh, the Tesla plates. That's a violet plate that you wear okay. or in your pocket. Now, the violet plate is resonates with your crown chakra. Your crown chakra automatically begins to block certain um, unwanted thoughts out anyway. But okay. just just by you raising your vibration, the energy level that you that you have within your body as far as knowledge and wisdom and all those things that we talk about, if you raise that vibration, then the your the crown chakra begins to grow a silver chakra, but your crown chakra also becomes bigger and stronger and wider. Your auric field becomes bigger and bigger and bigger. The bigger your auric field is, the harder it is for anything to get through. Okay. So some people's aura fill a room as they walk in. Some people don't even know they came in. It was based on the auric field. So um, you, you would have to enhance all that, especially, especially by uh, absorbing information. Absorbing information and activating information within you, using it. Because it doesn't work just by you knowing it. You have to begin to use it. Like visualization. Um, start visualizing when you walk down the street. Start visualizing things that you like a, a silver infinity symbol or whatever. And then over the time when you get that visualization strong, begin to see the visualization move from out there to inside your brain and still be there. You still okay. see it where it would be out there, but it's now it's inside your head. And that's going to strengthen not only that crown chakra and silver, uh, the, the silver chakra that you're actually growing, but that's going to even spin, that's going to spin that whole area at a stronger rate so that anything that come, tries to get in, and things try to get in all the time, 24-7, and it bounces right off as you have, like, psychic vampires and all these different things out there. And you have to know what they are and when they're attacking you. If you don't know, you could your energy could be focused somewhere else. Okay. So if you come in contact with a negative energy or a negative person, that might be because there are people that are that are out there as psychic vampires. Okay. And so you have to know the technique to to block their energies, and we're okay. going to be teaching that this this uh, this Sunday. 
Okay. Well, I wish Ooh. I could be there, but I'm in Chicago, so. I understand. Well, there will be a videotape. Um, Video DVDs will be available after that? Yeah, uh, you can go to the website, com, and the, the DVD will be up there. But that's okay. a very class I recommend anybody that um, wants to activate and know how to do rituals, magic, incantation, and all those things that we talk about uh, in these videos that don't, and a lot of people say, well, I don't see nothing happening. You do, there are things happening, you just don't recognize it. Mm-hmm. Right. You just recognize it, and the whole world is changing right before your eyes. You elected, in your consciousness, you elected to come here in this time period to, to witness all this. Okay. So no need for us to complain, but we need to learn all this information to learn how to protect yourself or do all these other things so that you could escalate yourself, elevation, for your next incarnation, your next class. You know, so you have classes you got to go through in life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And not only do your life have classes, but your afterlife has classes. You move on. You don't repeat yourself if you learn the subject. If you don't learn the subject, it's just like grade school. That's where grade school comes from. The, the spiritual creates the physical. Okay. It's all symbolic, a representative of what goes on, on the astral levels, okay. the various astral levels. Hmm. Okay. Thank you. Thank you, Carla, definitely. Um, and another line is just lit up, 850240, number... Peace to the caller. You are not rocking with the best. Peace, peace. Good night. Peace, peace, my brother. Yes, gentlemen. Great show, great show. Wonderful. Red pill, blue pill. Dance to you guys, man. Always. Um, I had a quick question for Azalea. Uh, sir, what is one of the ways to help, uh, you know, I, I heard you mention, you know, energies being around your mate. What are some of the things that you can do to once you get around to, like, if you're sleeping, to heal? Well, you you start the healing uh, not only when you're sleeping. You, you're, you're at healing every day of your life. You you The human body is based on angels and demons, uh, which are energies. The, the demons tear your body down, and the angels uh, build them up. Now, energy can be stagnated in the body. Once it becomes stagnated in the body based on a thought, a food you took in, a psychic attack. Uh, it could be numerous. There, there are numerous things that could take place to cause stagnated energy in the body. In, in the body. Right, right, what you, right. What you want to do is monitor what comes out of your heart. Uh, and when I say that, I mean that monitor what you say. Watch your speech. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah, I know, I know. For example, what I mean is what what I, what I also, what I also meant. Sorry to say is. Uh, another person, in the, I mean, from me to, like, for example, me to a mate is what I mean. A mate to what? To do what? To heal the other, not not as in yourself. Oh, well, that's, in, your right, your right the, the palm of your right hand projects energy out. So if you have the healing energy within your own body, you could transfer that energy by projecting that right hand energy into her left side. Uh, even if you read the Bible, the kings and queens, when they were ill, they would go get a young child to sleep next to them to pull the energy at night. You see, so your right side of your body projects that energy out. You could actually rub your hands together real hard and create a, 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 and, and, and charge the energy as you do whatever healing you uh, 
uh, are able to do uh, with the person. You can also use visualizations to heal them. You can cover them in violet with a visualization, cleansing uh, them with violet. You can visualize them. You can put them in a tub, and um, if you have, they have at the metaphysical store this uh, um, violet tint made out of uh, flowers to make the water violet, and then visualize uh, violet soap washing her down, cleansing her off, you see. There are right, numerous right, right. Uh, that you can do. There's too many. Yeah, and, and also, and I do understand what you meant also, you have to, you you got to understand where, if if you have, if you're dealing with someone, where they got their psychic attacks from and, you know, you know, abuse and or choices made before prior, you know, these are things that, you know, if you do understand them about your mate. Now I, I see what you're saying. Uh, you, there's, there's, there's one way or the other. Now, you know, I, I was, you know, I was mostly going to on a more of a food-like environment, you know, like, hey, lady, you know, this is these things like what you guys mentioned earlier, red and blue pill, you know, things going on that people have naturally in the store nowadays and they, they pushing it saying that these things are organic and they're still in plastic, still in packages and these people are just eating it up and I haven't seen no one, you know, really stay there, you know, I go to people's houses and there ain't no chopping board. There is no vegetables, you know, and these are some of the things I've changed, you know, and then, you know, trying to, you know, allow your queen you know, mm-hmm. people to understand these things is just kind of hard. But what you're saying also, you know, you know, where they mentally, where they come from, also they they got to change that themselves too. Thanks, though. Yes, yes, they have to because especially uh, you know a person that likes to eat like say say a person likes to like eat ice cream or something like that, and they know it's tearing them down, then that that's a demon that they have that's not allowing them to stop. You know, you have demon oppression. Yeah, yeah, it is a parasite. You have demon oppression, and then you see demon oppression is all. You also have demon depression. You see, and you also have demon obsession. You have all of these things that go on. So a person don't want to eat the right thing. That's a that's definitely a demon that has to be that they need, they need an exorcism. Right, right. Exorcism can only come from people who know about the foods and, and all these different things. So food is not if the person attracted to mentally, mind pattern wise, then no food is going to heal that. There is no food that's going to heal that. That has to come through the same way it went in. It has to go out the same way. So some people can't be healed through eating their, their food intake. It has to be um, they, they're attracted through their own uh, trauma because the trauma is producing negative language in their life. Yeah, so, yeah or even what, what they've heard in their times, like, hey, my mom... My mom had this, so you know, I'm 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 bound to be like that too, you know, or, or you know, crazy things like that. You know, you'd hear you'd hear people say nowadays, and you, and, you know, it's 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 <laughs> like that, like it's just funny. Like for instance, if I made this statement right now that <clears throat> it is not hopeless, I just said a negative statement that actually pulls negativity to me. If I said to you, it yeah, is not yeah. hopeless, you change that whole sentence to it is hopeful. It is hopeful, not that it is not hopeless. You see, you're saying the same thing, but you put a more positive energy on it that won't attract something negative to you. You understand? Right. Yes, yes. For example, I mean, like, you know, and, uh, uh, the, the, the queen is away now, you know, abroad, and, you know, she said, you know, hey, baby, I went somewhere tonight, and uh, 
I walked in the area and I did like what you usually do. She said she didn't even know that she did it. She walked in and she was like, you know, hey, good evening. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, she's, you know, the people she was with, you know, was caught off guard and, you know, they, they all shriveled. You know, she said, she, you know, they, she, she noticed how they kind of, they, they froze in the room, but everyone else, you know, when they rose, you know, they rose to, to, to my lady and like, you know, hey, you know, and they, you know, were cordial, even though no languages was being crossed. They, you know, she, 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 she was able to, you know, to break, you know, energy, the things that you guys are saying were just vibrations, but right. thanks guys. Thanks. Thank, thanks okay. a lot. Red and Blue, love you guys, man. You know, I, I always guidance to you guys, man. Um, as well, thanks a lot, man. And I will, I will be subscribing to a lot more of your information, my man. Thank you. Thank you. Right, Good bro. evening, guys. Good evening. Thank you. Thank you for the information. This is Saddam Halen from the USVI. Thanks. All right, brother. brother. Peace. We have one more call on the call queue, and then um, when we close out. I want you to give your website again to the callers. And I also, they're also asking me to ask you to drop some links, or I mean some suggestions for books. You know what I'm saying? People want to actually see if there's any material that they can get their hands on in terms of the books. So callers, please call in 347-637-2135. We are going to be continuing past the 11 o'clock hour with the brother Azariah has to actually tend to his business. We will catch him at 11-11 in the ethers. All right, so with the next call, it is 347-441-CALLER. You are now rocking with the best. Peace. Peace. Peace, brother. You want a second? Let's chat. Sometimes. Peace, caller. Peace, God. Peace, Allah. Islamism. <laughs> What's good? This the rabbi? Hell yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> what up, son? Yo, <laughs> Azariah always show Peace, up. Peace, Azariah. Peace, brother. What's going on? Excellent, man. You know I love you, man. You you one of the uh, cornerstones of what we do. You always got a diverse slant and product, especially in regards to our uh, our exponentially growing intellectual properties that everybody's making movies out of. You definitely a cornerstone. And I wish I, I wish I could actually take credit for it, brother. But it's a universal thing that just I'm just a, it's like the OM. When you say OM, it's not you saying it. OM is just using you at the moment. You see? Wow. So that's not a... Wow. Yeah, is a constant. You just being used for a minute, you know what I'm saying? And that's why I can't really take credit for all that, that information. I'm just being used just like that, brother. That's right. You know, I can't wait to get back up there and tell what you would do the classes and finish out the classes. Yes, the you classes, uh, they started already. They'll be having every Sunday now, 1 o'clock. Excellent, excellent. That's what's up. Yeah. So, yeah, man, I had a wonderful weekend. Um, over in Virginia, man, the brothers and sisters of Virginia is on it. You know, my queen just got back from Virginia. Yeah, it was awesome. I was down there at the Happily Natural Day. And uh, shout out to the uh, brother Manifest and his family. They showed up. Both days was off the chain. But everybody was asking for the red and the blue pill. 
And I was like this, standing there like this. Well, I'm the um, <laughs> I'm the brown pill. What's up? <laughs> you heard? <laughs> they was looking for the for the God. You heard? <laughs> Word up, man! It feels good to see that wherever we go, we got a, we got a network, despite the you know, despite the bullshit and everybody that's trying to undermine real niggas movements. You know what I'm saying? I, I, you know what, brother? Not to interrupt you, man, but I like challenges like that. You see, that's what it's all about. That's what it's nah, about. Nah, uh. nah, but this is the thing. I'm mad because these people is really not challenges, man. They just sick. You know what I mean? They just <laughs> hey, brother, sick. They not. I don't know about you, brother, but they be challenging my ass. I be tired as a motherfucker, brother. <laughs> I feel you. I feel you. I feel you. Yeah, so it's it's all it's all a battle, brother. Just enjoy it, man. Enjoy it. Whatever comes your way, enjoy it, man, and learn that lesson. That's right. I'm I know that's right. That fight up, man. Keep the fight. Stay strong. Keep that backbone up, man. No question. So with that, brother Azariah, I know we're past eleven o'clock hour. Um, I do want to honor our agreement, and if you do have to go at this particular time, I want to give you the opportunity. You know, to say peace to the family, give them your contact information. And, um, right. I'm, I'm glad to have been on your show, my brother. Um, one of the very few shows. i got to give a shout-out to my brother, Asir, too, because he has a wonderful show, too. And uh, I love that brother. He's like family to me. And I want to give a shout-out to his queen and his newborn. And hopefully he's, he will stay strong. I know he will, as, as will you guys. And it's always a, for me to look and see the young brothers, uh, kicking it, doing with the strength, um, brother, uh, the twins. Uh, I, I don't want to try to mention too many names, but it's so many. Black Dodd, A.A. Rashid, all them young brothers, man. It, it just makes, it brings joy to my heart, you know. It's it's like, wow, it's a beautiful thing to see that, that they are actually re-educating themselves, um, just like historical figures, you see, um, that in the past. So I've seen the reincarnation of all those mighty giants, that have gone before us. I'm seeing their bloodline. I'm seeing their bloodline move amongst the people and do the work. It's subtle, but it's there. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. Uh, what I'm going to do is uh, you go to azazil.com. That's A-Z-Z-A-Z-I-E-L.com. And you can get any of the DVDs of the classes or whatever else is up there. Um, Jade.com, uh, And you can go to my website and then go to hers. She's going to be... We try to put jewelry up there, brother, but it sells before it get up there, man. That's the that's the thing. That's the only reason why you haven't really seen it like that, you know. Um, and so I want to thank the family for everything. Um, you know, allow me this chance to uh, send my frequency to you here and, and try to deprogram. You know, what I'm saying. <laughs> uh, but a, a major uh, what you want to do on the uh, personal ritual and what you will have in mind is. Uh, in, during the ritual is to increase the level of knowledge. Ask for, ask yourself for more information and more knowledge, and I guarantee you will get it. And what you're going to do is uh, the next full moon, you find out where your woman's cycle is. Is she in her full moon or is she menstruating? You know, um, and that's when you're going to perform that ritual. Now, if you take the new moon, if she's menstruating during the new moon, that's even a more powerful energy because that's going to bring new things in your life. So ovulation and then menstruation, which on the new moon is extremely powerful, okay, and that's going to bring forth that information that you need to know about to continue your destiny throughout your lifetimes 
to not to be left back and have to uh, do things once, uh, twice or three times. You want to finish it up and keep it moving, you see. So those things you could do uh, for the ritual, the next new moon or the next full moon, uh, ask for yourself for uh, higher information, more knowledge. Indeed. And my wants to say a, a, a quick uh, goodbye. Oh, greetings. And also, um, i like to um, give, like, a huge shout-out to all the queens out there. You know, when I come out with my poetry, a lot of it is going to be, um, you know, for the sisters. You know, so, um, you know, we have voices, and um, I'm about to bring it out. <laughs> and, of course, um, of course. Yeah, and, uh, you know, give thanks for the show. I had such a good time. This was my first time ever speaking on anything, and it felt good, and I'm looking forward to doing it again and again and again. And again. <laughs> Absolutely. So, I said I will inform you when we have our open mic. We would love to have you, you know, drop one of those pieces for the family. I would love to open and close. Recursing and all that. But, what did you say? And, and I said so we could get the precursor to what you're bringing forth with your book. You know, oh, okay. you I thought you said we can curse and all that. Oh. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh-huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's an okay. open form, so, yeah. yeah. No. Okay. Okay. Blessings. And, oh, my God, it's almost 11-11. We got to go. <laughs> Peace. Okay. Peace, brother. Peace. 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 Well, Rabbi. Peace. Okay. All right. Now we're going to take a real quick. Huh? Yeah, the still live. All right. Yeah, I'm going to go into this song real quick in honor of the topic we just touched on, and then we'll come back, prepare for the meditation, get that underway, and then complete the show. You know what I'm saying? So in honor of tonight's topic, this is the latest selection from our brother, Nasir Jones, Power Pussy and Paper. Hey, yo, I hit the earth like a comet, invasion. Nas is like the Afrocentric Asian, right here with the amazing Green Lantern. Serious radio, y'all know what it is. Cars with police radars on highways bopping, bullpen therapy, cell block dodging, pissy stairways, miss some days, not when they shut down the stores when I'm shopping, used to be pot blocking, train hopping, face covered in stocking, six pack blood drinking gambler, fuck some cameras in front of the man, sing the hustler's mantra, hands of luck, more hits than gambling huff, I hollered in Doja, 40 belows cover the toes, I was a soldier, with the Popeye sipping the motor. Nigga, honestly, I call this a culture, ma. Sister's a snake, my brother's a vulture, ma. Mother's the block, my father's a ghetto piranha. Swimming with sharks, my tone's false settled drama. Obama, if the kids mirror you, we're all push Maseratis with the silver hue. They fear that connection. I'd rather die in the box than live safe and witness protection. God, he was a racist, but he still get praises. We don't give a fuck, nigga, gangsters, gangster. Bricks come with Bill Clinton's name on it, taped up. Hollywood, low hand parties, people, they face numb. Kim Kardashian, body with the 
replace them. Know some hood girls who did time that could take them. Rappers changing families, bags are all lost. I'm at the board off. Van Cleef under the sleeve, say the small talk. I feel alive. New Porsches, Jordan number five. Already said I'm the last real nigga alive. Let my words guide you from Crips to Pirates. This is survival. Turn my voice up. Let my words guide you from Crips to Pirates. This is survival. Invasion. Indeed. Yeah, that was ugly. That was Pace. That was Pace. Ladies from Nashir. Right. Another classic show. You know what I'm saying? A whole lot of information. Definitely one that you will have to archive, you know, so you can hit that pause button and go back and then jot down some of the techniques the brother was building upon. Definitely, if you are uh, in the New York area on Sunday, you might want to catch that live demonstration of, you know, the brother showing the magic tricks and all that. So that's definitely something to look forward to. Of course, this is Labor Day weekend upcoming. I believe that you got one of them dates, you know, where that KTL is returning to the ATL, correct? Yes, sir. Um, We still basically, they wanted to switch the venue to a bigger venue. So I'm waiting to hear the uh, exact location still basically, you know, I I should be getting the call tonight, if not tomorrow. So I'll let the family know on Friday where the location will be. And we're bringing the, um, it's going to be a monumental lecture, trying to go in and do about six hours, seven hours, straight Moorish from 7-Eleven to 2012. You know what wow. I'm saying? Black and more foundations. Huh? And um That's a lot of ground no. to cover, but um you know, know I've been I've been know. Yeah, I know that you got the material, you know what I'm saying, and I know that it's a story that probably, you know, needs that much time to be told because it is one that is intricately laid out in stages, you feel me? And everything has this interconnectivity, so once you wind that together, it's a beautiful mosaic, and it can be laid out as such. You know, Indeed. It's a six-part series or a whole, you know, a uh, uh, six-hour lecture. Indeed. Indeed. So, you know, I'm, I'm at the point where I just want to present all of the information that has come to me as I've studied this. This is a growing lecture. This is a growing presentation and will always be growing because as I go in, on daily basis is, you know, new information is just introduced to me. It's the, it's basically the rewards for studying and being studious, you know. And I've been, I've been, my, you know, I've been going in with this for many months now, you know what I'm saying? And it's a beautiful project that I've created and I'm very proud of myself. And, um, you know, hopefully I'll be able to print out the many, uh, the books that, um, you know, because the, the the structure of the lectures and keynote, so I basically want to put out. I want to print the book out for individuals to go home and study. It's going to possibly be in four volumes because there's a lot of information, and um, you know, it's just it's just it's beautiful. It's a beautiful thing, and I just love when you know I'm able to basically spit that information and I could see that it's breaking spells, breaking coals, you know what I mean? Like waking people up right in front of me. That's that's a feeling that you can't trade for anything. All right. 
second. It's 11.10. So I want to inform the family they're going to be going into meditation in a few seconds. From 11.11.11.14, you should be picturing you increasing your information and your knowledge flow. You know what I'm saying? Whatever it is that you need to become more knowledgeable about, now is the time to open up the ethers and ask for that energy to be uh, siphoned into you. You know what I'm saying? So I will definitely see you back at 11.14, hopefully at a higher vibration and frequency. Peace. Peace.
Peace. Yes, sir. That was powerful. Yes, indeed. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I, I love the fact that you went ahead and did this uh, prayer, this meditation, this group meditation. You always know that I always was a, a advocate for performing meditations at these lectures, these historic lectures, as a matter of fact, that can never be uh, repeated, you know what I'm saying? And um, even to the point that many of the people that you that, that were in those rooms, you'll never see them in rooms again with each other, you know what I'm saying? And I always was saying with all of that potential energy and that, that, that you know what I mean, like, just that force that the people came up to these lectures with, we we should always be able to tap into that as a group and uh, do yeah. our meditation. I mean, as, in effect. as energy coalesces in a room, as energy coalesces as an idea, as energy coalesces around a particular function, you know what I'm saying, it, it's best available to take opportunity and use that energy towards something concentrated because then, you know, it's it's just not a dissipating energy. You can definitely say, look, well, we channeled it into this, and the result of that becomes your child, and you should take care of it as such. You know what I'm saying? What's the, what, what, you know, there's no purpose of just expressing lofty ideas and ideals if we're not putting the energy forth to bring these things into reality, into existence, tangibility. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So these opportunities can be can be missed because there are people that are tuning in and listening that need to charge up. There are people that are tuning in and listening that have energy to also give. So this is how, you know, you become your brother's keeper. This is how you become, you know what I'm saying, your sister's teacher. You know what I mean? Let's communicate on a whole nother realm. Let's take it past just hearing someone's voice. You know what I'm saying? Let's deal with each other etherically if that's what we move into, you know what I'm saying? And we live in a universe full of thought anyway. Mhm. Yeah, because I, mean, I always how how can the family be in a condition of hate? You know what I'm saying? How can you have intercessing and agents on the phone if you are practicing a uh, uh, modality of love via meditation? So it eliminates all the BS. You got to be about your be your, your business. I'm looking at the moon right now. The moon is red. It's cut in half, laying on the axis, and the joint is red, like Mars. And the ship is out as well. You know what I'm saying? I'm looking at it right now. So that's real peace, man. So the magnetism is very high. Yes, sir. So, so anybody, if you lucky enough, you know what I'm saying, to be with your whiz on this night, you need to discuss a cycle, you know, Pull your calendar out. You go window. You know what I'm saying? Because uh, it looks like wonderful conditions for that. Looking out here in the skies. Real talk. Yeah. 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 Is the uh the call queue still open? Nah, not at all. Um. Continue talking real quick. Let me get this call on the other line. Hold on. All right. Yeah. Um, so for the family that's out there, 
you know what I'm saying, for the for the New York family, uh, I believe of September 19th, we brought it up last show, we will be in Harlem uh, Saturdays and Sundays where Nubian Heritage used to be, right there next to the National Black Theater. Uh, basically, there's going to be a trunk show. There's going to be uh, like a, a market, an open, you know, uh, basically a, a venue for different designers and, you know, different other entities that are there selling their wares and things of that nature. Kings County is going to be there. We got selected to be one of the participants. And also, uh, Note Alleged Media will be there, you know, catching footage, doing interviews and things of that nature. And showing the family what it is to come together as small businesses and individuals that are creating products. And the power of getting a, um, a, a space, you know what I'm saying? Simply just getting an open space and putting, you know, putting all of the vendors together with their different audiences and with their different clientels and whatnot and letting them come and patronize. So we're going to show forth. And um, I believe that's September 19th and for every weekend thereafter, going all the way into holidays. I know a lot of people coming to New York and they don't know really where to go out there in Harlem. So we're letting you know right. it will be on 125th, between 125th and 126th, and 5th Avenue, right next to the National Black Theater. Say it again? Yes, indeed. And I'll say right on 5th Avenue, a wonderful venue, a wonderful idea, and economic sovereignty is in full effect. You know what I'm saying? Brothers are definitely going to be able, and sisters as well, to market their goods to the world. I mean, in a new fresh venue in uh, in, in Harlem, you know. Yeah, and I mean, I believe that it will legitimize many of the uh, super talented, creative individuals who have products who get overlooked because they're street vendors. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Regardless to how much you know, oh, that that's fly, that stuff is ill. There's still a. a, a there's still some people that, do, that will not stop and patronize you if they see you on a curb as opposed to if they see you in an establishment like that in a plush environment and you looking like, you know, you know, your, your industry standard at that point. You know what I'm saying? So it's going down. And then upstairs on the second floor, it's going to be a two-floor venue. It'll be artwork. So if there's any artists that are out there in the tri-state area and if there are any um, – any anybody out there with clothing lines, women's, um, men's, and children's, you know, yeah. contact the National Black Theater. You can find that on. I'm sure you can find the information on Google, or you can find the information via the internet somewhere. Ask for Nabi N A B I. The brother's name is Nabi. He's the manager, and um, he basically runs the whole spot. And let him know that you're interested. And basically, um, joining, you know what I mean, joining the movement. So, indeed, yeah, just gotta put that out there. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's a, that's a, like I said, a wonderful opportunity, a wonderful lane that's opening for those that are self-sufficient. You know what I'm saying? To have products to, uh, you know, get their economic sovereignty on. 
You know what I mean? Build clientele. And like you said, there's some people that's too stush and too bougie to stop on the street and patronize vendors. So even them, they can feel more comfortable that it's, you know, in the venue, you know, indoors, what have you. So they can uh, legitimize their purchase. Early. Yeah. yeah. Got to make them feel comfortable, you know. Oh, for sure. That is. Um, where are you going to be at on Labor Day? You going to be on the parkway? More than likely, yeah. It, it looks like I'll be on the parkway, you know what I'm saying, as long as this, uh, the weather holds up. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know, yeah. I'm going to have to see what Daniel do. I'm going to have you. Um, but, uh, for the most part, as is, I should be on the parkway Saturday. We're looking to go to the Shinnecock Powwow. All right, so this is up in uh, Hamptons, up in Hamptons, Long Island. I'm going to be returning to actually, you know, do some research on our tribe, talk to the elders, what have you. Uh, some more are also going to make that voyage with us down to the Shinnecock Powwow, where all nations converge. You know what I'm saying? These are always beautiful events. Yeah. The whole family's in the building. Um, they have another event on Sunday at a park in Brooklyn. I'm not quite sure which one, but it's something that's a precursor to the parkway where they got one row is food, one row jerk chicken or something. Some, some, you know, it's a demonstration that they put on. You know, one thing that I got to say about the family from the uh, from that part of a Mexican misnomer as the quote unquote West Indies. Of course, we know there's no such thing as the West Indian Dutch Company classified as a people. But for mm-hmm. better or for worse, you know that's what you know. We know our brothers and sisters at in the Caribbean, the Caribbean, they know how to party. God damn it, that's what I'm trying to say. So, you know they're gonna be getting it in all weekend. So it's going to be a very festive weekend out here in BK. You know what I mean? I will be in the building with the product to make sure that they're properly nourishing themselves all the while while they're getting it in. No doubt, indeed. You know what I mean? So it, it will be a very jam-packed weekend here in uh in New York. No doubt. Yeah. Definitely, you know what I'm saying? I know that you're going to do what's necessary and what's needed for you to do in the A. And if I get rained out, you already know that's where I'm going. And shout out to the Ghetto Shaman, too. Shout out to Black Dice. We were chilling with him this weekend at the, um, at the uh, oh, successful, powerful. That was a beautiful, successful event that Brother Rich held Sunday. Yeah, you know, up last you, Sunday Rich. in Brooklyn at the, uh, the Marcus Garvey Holistic Center. You know what I'm saying? They 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 rolled it out for the children. The children was in the building. The children got free gifts. It was a very spiritual event, and I'm going to tell you how. You know what I'm saying? Before the footage drops, you know, they were giving away laptops. You know what I'm saying? And um, one the first recipient of the laptop was our cousin's son, Will I Am. His son, Nasir, won a uh, laptop, which was good. You know what I'm saying? I definitely know that he's going to utilize that laptop to go in. You know what I mean? Um, 
And the second individual, you know, they had a raffle, so the child got to pick a number out of a hat. Now, it was mad names in the hat. It was mad, you know, pieces of paper in the hat. They shuffled it, flipped it, you know what I'm saying, did a lot of things to make sure that the variation was on point. You feel me? And then Shorty just dipped his hand in the hat and pulled out his sister name. You know what I'm saying? So they, she came up, they grabbed a joint, did the George Jefferson strut, and they was out of there. You know what I'm saying? Brand new laptop. So that's what we call that dope boy magic. Like, <laughs> it's just incredible, man. And, um, you know, that was a good look. Uh, a lot of other gifts were given away. The children were excited. They were happy. You know, it was a beautiful thing to see the children play together. You know, their parents, there's a lot of parents that keep up a lot of nonsense in the community, and they don't talk for whatever petty reasons, but their children don't have them distinctions or what have you. So the children got a chance to play with one another because at the end of the day, they're just pure love, and, you know, you can't marginalize them with the BS that goes on in the community. You know what I mean? They just know that they're all children, and, and children are just into that same energetic, positive vibe. Also, Sunday, they had a uh, tribute to Michael Jackson in Prospect Park given by Spike Lee. You know, we passed through there. It was super thick, seeing a lot of the family. Her Snoop Dogg and uh, uh, Warren G came through and blessed the stage because they was in town because Rock the Bells concert was on Saturday in Governor's Island, at which, you know, Wu-Tang, uh, Tribe Called Quest, performed their whole album, their classical album, and Lauren made a grand appearance. Lauren's back. She did her thing. Yeah, Lauren's back. You know, I seen footage of um, God Nasir out in D.C. with them performing. You know what I mean? He did verbal intercourse with the woo. He did the world with, you know, world is yours with, 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 with Lauren, and it, it really felt like the 90s again. That was a throwback moment. Something about that nostalgic era, man. It got a whole nother energy bubble to it. Yeah. I, I definitely got to catch that tour. Though. I'm ready to be a roadie. Rock the bells. It's over. It was only, they only had four dates this year. Oh, they only had four months. dates? Yeah, they came through and they did they dizzle. They did their thing already. You know what I'm oh. missed that. Oh. Yeah. But um, yeah, I hear great. there's going to be some more things going on throughout the year. You know, maybe not all of them on that one bill and venue, but I'm definitely going to keep my eyes peeled to what else they got to offer because that energy is healing. I'm saying, especially if you grew up in that era and you know what it's about, that energy is definitely healing. You know what I mean? Help you reflect. Bring you back to where you was at and you can see yourself where you are now. And that within itself is is, is a healing uh, thing. You feel me? Yeah. That's the power of that music. It could uh, return you mentally, spiritually to a place that you are not at right now. Like that, you know, you have to access. You got to tap into that place. You know what I mean? And for some, that's a place of peace and serenity. For some, that's war. For some, that's you know, they return to somewhere where they don't want to be. It just matters on an individual. But I know for me to see the woo go in and spit their classics like that took me on. That took me on a, a memory lane trip that was 
it was crazy, you know what I'm saying? Like, it was beautiful. So, you know, much honors to the brothers, much honors to those those uh, tours that took place with that energy, you know what I'm saying? And, and you know, they are a testament to real music, which is, you know, fighting at his, you know, trying his best to come back, you know what I'm saying? In the sea of... Uh, you know, fabricated, uh, you know what I'm saying, homogenized, <clears throat> uh, you know, basically just lower level music that's being put out here. Shout out to Gucci, man. You know what I mean? So, you know, they're, they're basically trying to tip the scales and, I, and I, I applaud them for that. I applaud the new brothers that are brave enough to get out there brave enough to basically be themselves, brave enough to be weird. I am not human. You know what I mean? Brave enough to basically go against the grain and, and spit that real, you know what I'm saying, that real hip-hop, that, 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 or that futuristic hip-hop, you know what I mean? Not so much trying to be old school, but being new school, but not forgetting the foundation. Some shit that's, you know, making music that Bambada could bop his head to. You know what I mean? He could he should be the litmus test at this point. You know. If you don't bop his head to your to your music, then you might have to go back in the lab and cook that up because he's very on point as to what's going on, you know, in the conscious community, in the conscious world. And I that's just like what I said earlier about him being at the helm of early hip hop when it was in its chaos and him being the one it has been identified through historic accounts as being the architect who brought it into order because by joining, by conjoining those gangs, by bringing all of those scattered pieces of different organizations, different gangs, different uh, backgrounds, different trains of thought together and saying we rocking on this one current right here, we rocking on this one frequency and we're going to name this hip-hop. And we gonna we we gonna because there's strength and unity. So when we hit the uh, Union Square and all of these other clubs, we're gonna be 400 deep. And when the music comes on, we all gonna go in conjunction with that music. So when the non-believers, you know what I'm saying, or the so-called quote-unquote, you know, um, I won't say 85ers because that ain't had nothing to do with 85ers. You know what I'm saying? Everybody was 85er to some extent, but. When those who did not know the power of hip-hop saw the strength and numbers move into that frequency, it was like the 100 Monkey Theory. They automatically jumped on. Mm -hmm. So he hasn't gone anywhere. He's attempting to form Voltron in this epoch, and he's attempting to form something that's even more powerful than what we know as hip-hop that was born in the 70s because was born today, of course, is going to be uh, mixture, it, it would it would have to be more powerful than something was born before it because it has elements and ingredients of that and things of futuristic um, origin that we know not of. So he's come to do the work one more again. Salute to that, brother. We are going to do our work on our behalf to make his job as easy as possible. You feel what I'm saying? So like I said earlier, that's why platforms such as Know the Ledge TV exists. 
That's why platforms such as Nodalege Radio exist. That's why products such as Soul Gold Water exist because you have to basically cleanse the body, strengthen the mind, strengthen the body, put nutrients back in the body so, um, you know, you could get rid of what we call devilish entities that dwell within us due to the bad choice of diets that we have, whether it be soy, meat, dairy, or any other thing. And, and you know, waters that we think might be healthy and we're drinking um, the, the, the wrong potion or whatnot. Seventh Heaven Seamoss doing the same thing, bringing in nutrients, trying to heal, attempting to heal, attempting to nourish, attempting to basically uplift each other. Elixirs for life. That's what we bring to the table. You understand? We 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 really have to get this clear to individuals who really, you know, and I don't have a problem with stating, you know, our mission and putting it out there because you always supposed to have a mission statement because you never want anyone to try to define what your mission is other than you. I don't care if you pay for a publicist. The best publicist is you. You know what path you want. You know what mission that you have accepted. That's why you're here. You know thyself so you're able to say who you are and what you're here to do. So I'm putting it publicly. I'm stating for this point right now that I will not stand in the I will not stand for anybody to try to smear my name. I sat back and watched the greats, the greats. You know what I'm saying? Dr. Valentine, Dr. Sabi, Dr. Annette Thomas, my master teacher. I watched colossal people basically trying to get taken down by. I, I watched Goliaths trying to get taken down by David, midgets, you know what I'm saying, dwarfs, peons. I've seen them throw rocks. I've seen colossal characters trying to get assassinated in front of me from the 80s. I sat back and saw it, and I know the colossal dam. I know the collateral damage that it causes to the unsuspecting ear, people who don't know who these people are or they don't know what they stand for or they don't know the great works that they've done in the community, and they get hoodwinked. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, they get they get roped in by individuals, charlatans, you understand, who basically use the power of the tongue or the power of, you know, hitting them with scientific terms that, you know, just mentally masturbating and, and, and trying to convince people that they know what they're talking about, but they don't even live what they talk about. You know what I'm saying? So what we're witnessing now in the conscious community is individuals who are not on their square, who don't know thyself, basically rising up against individuals who are unapologetic when it comes to the square that they're standing on and who they are and what they're here to do. They're feeling like it's, it's apparent that they're becoming uncomfortable with that. And that's not a problem because, you know, for the people who are doing the right thing, all we do is take that as fuel. We take that as we we take that as 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 reasons to even perfect our craft a hundred times more than what we're doing right now. So I'm publicly thanking you. I'm actually ready to shake your hand and give you a hug because you need a hug. You dig what I'm saying? Because all that you will do will undermine or everything that you're doing has already undermined who you are and is strengthening the movement. Bottom line. So I want to thank you. You know what I'm saying? And I will never stoop to the level as low as the level that you fall into 
to basically deal with you on that level. I'm going to rise above you because a wise man once said, eagles do not fly with pigeons. They shit on their heads. Okay? So if you're uncomfortable with the situation and you're uncomfortable with what we've become and what we're here to and what we are going to be doing with this thing, then what you should do is step it up. And what you should do is represent yourself in a better light. And what you should do is represent your scholarship to a point where individuals are benefiting from it and they're moving on. And that way, if you're doing that, you will not worry about what we're doing over here. Bottom line. And this ain't even tough love. I got tough love for you if you need it. You know what I'm saying? But I know that we have a lot of, in, in, this, in this community, individuals um, are attached to other individuals due to their teachings and things of that nature. And, you know, sometimes they, they, they might feel like they're getting attacked or they might feel like they're being, you know, thrown under the bus or whatnot. Or they might feel like they're being addressed. And I'm letting them know that it has nothing to do with you. Do what you do. If this is if you if you take information from certain individuals in the community and certain individuals might have an issue with me and my brother and the people that we align with, don't put yourself in the, in the line of that fire. Don't don't equate yourself with their shortcomings. Please don't do that. So, like I said, it's all love. You know what I mean? It's definitely you know. It's nothing, it's, you know, it's really nothing. It's, it's definitely a brush-your-shoulder-off moment. I love when individuals identify themselves. You know what I mean? Oh, I love to see, and it's, it's, it's a sorry feeling when I see the individuals are not, like Azariah said, he ain't wear briefs since fifth grade. Well, it, it hurts my heart to see niggas is wearing thongs since fifth grade. Twilight. You know? Your thumbs are showing on me. I mean, the panty line, everything is out. You know what I'm saying? Like, come on now. Lipstick on your brother and all that. Come on, man. Cut it out. You know what I'm saying? So, like I said earlier, there is a basic movement that is forming right now within the community. We cannot allow ourselves to be broadcasted around the world via world star hip-hop, Chippy D and them. Yo, do you know that Chippy D and Brian Pumper are arguing about if he found her, if, if, if he walked in into the industry? You know that that's a Chippy D conversation right now, Montana Fishburn? Because, you know, this, this hip-hop world and this conscious world somehow has married each other. You had your Rick Rosses on the scene, COs and whatnot trying to get in, boss. You know what I mean? Now you got Brian Pumper and Chippy D. Montana, and that's spilling over in the community about stupid things, about who founded each other, like there's a finder fee out there. Like we, we could cash that in. Who cares? All right. Like it ain't all part of one divine plan. Everything's supposed to happen. This is a movie. Boy, oh boy. You know, we ain't going to get a second chance to do this again. 
know what I'm saying? That also needs to be stressed. So, yes, because we're you here. Know, people that are scraping their knees and busting their chin, like, they really got to evaluate what they're doing with this because the second and third chances is not going to come around. Like, this is the third chance. This is the third chance. That's what the family don't understand. This is not the first time. This is like this is about the fourth time. I'm tired of getting my hands bitten on. You gnawing on my on my on my cuticles, homie. Your little claws is chumping on my cuticles like you biting the hand and I'm and I'm, and, and, and and you know, it's disheartening but at the end of the day I need this basically to get my wings. So I'm flying away. I'm moving forward. Like I said, our people, we have, we have, we here to do the work. I've been through hell and high water, trials and tribulations, life and death. I've been through a lot of stuff. I'm the me and my I'm the we the roses that rose out of the concrete. Many of us are like that. You know what I'm saying? Many of us is the lotus flower that you find in the murky waters. We've been through a lot to get here. And I'm not going to waste nobody's time with the work that I'm here to do. I'm going to do my work. And nobody, there's nobody on this planet that could think that, 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 that could basically tell me what it is that I'm here to do and how, and, and, and how hard I should be going and how hard I should not be going. And what I should be talking about and what I should not be talking about because you didn't get to talk about it yet. Or when you talked about it and and the cannons came out, you ran for cover and you don't want to talk about it no more. So when we resurrect the conversation, don't get mad. Bottom line. Like I said, Glenn Beck and them 200,000 deep on the mall, and I know them rednecks ain't feeling each other. I know them rednecks got, you know, somebody slept with Becky the other night in the trailer home and whatnot, but the militia came out anyway. They ain't give a damn. They went to come and demonstrate. It is, it is you know, shout out to the brother that put together the panel discussion where he allowed um, the world who's paying attention to what we're doing, allowed us to, to see us on stages together, you understand, demonstrating amongst each other and not bickering and snickering and using our lower selves, among, you know what I mean, projecting our lower selves to the world. The brothers came and they was dealing with each other on a higher lane, a, a higher level, irregardless if there was different opinions and, 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 and trains of thought that showed up that day. It's supposed to be like that. We're dealing with individuals and we're dealing with people that come from different uh, schools of knowledge and things like that. We're supposed to enjoy that, we respect that. You know what I'm saying? Mm. The brother Glenn Beck, he demonstrated that. He demonstrated a similar uh, 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 kind of, you know, unity because he was bringing up many people to the mic to get their thing off. And everybody wasn't saying the same thing that Glenn Beck was saying. Everybody wasn't bandwagging Glenn Beck. I mean, nobody was trying to take shots at Glenn Beck. They was like, look, we all come here to do what we got to do. This was, they was out there speaking in codes, letting their people know that the Crusades is coming back. It was all about God, ecclesiastical jump off, hiding behind the God. 
You know what I'm saying? Letting they people know we got to return to our old ways. What's, our, what's, what's the old ways? They've been killing you since they bumped into you from day one. They've been going in on you from day one. So what's the old ways that they want to return back to? you got to study the Inquisition. You have to study... Um, you got to study the, you know, the Crusades. You got to study post-1492, what they came over here and did. I find it real odd as well that this weekend in the, um, quote-unquote, Caribbean community, the Christian Caribbean community, they have a parade that's called the Crusades. So they actually were celebrating on the same day that he was in D.C., right, the Negro power and energy of it, the Christian energy, they was giving it to him in the form of them also celebrating uh, uh, their celebration called Crusades. Yeah. You know what I mean? So you know. now you got melanated, you know what I'm saying, members of the family, Christians, quote, unquote, that are, you know, celebrating their own destruction and giving energy to those particular entities which these Europeans are trying to channel and use as agitation, you know what I mean, and using the Cordoba mosque and these other situations to strum up some sort of feeling where they could pop off, you know. Um, shout out to Brother Polite. Shout out to Africa Bambada. They went to D.C. this weekend and did a demonstration for Dr. York. There's a video on our Facebook with the Brother Polite in full um, Masonic garb, speaking to the Nuwabians on the, right there near the lawn, going in, going in. So the family, if y'all get a chance, go on um, Paul Morlin, go on the Facebook page and, and check that clip out. You know what I mean? But then when you look at when the, when the camera panned around and when you looked at the crowd, that's what I'm saying. It it they showed you what's going on. It was then those numbers that showed up for York had not yo they couldn't they couldn't throw a stone at the numbers that showed up for Glenn Beck. The numbers that showed up for Sharpton was hilarious compared to the numbers that showed up for the um the tea baggers and all of that and Sarah Palin and Glenn Beck. And don't please do not get it twisted. It has nothing to do with being reactionary. It has nothing to do with no fear. It ain't none of that. We just dealing with what you saw. We talked about it last week and what it was going to be. They're going to come out there deep. They're going to get their thing off, you know what I'm saying, and they're going to drum that up to, to, to start this theory of 2012. The 2012 um, Obama shit has started. Yeah. You know what I mean? The march, the march has started. As of this point, and all Negroes is going to do is just go out there with their head drooped down and pull the lever and say, yes, we can. You know what I'm saying? So we're saying, no, you can't. You know what I mean? That's why we're starting the eight-city tour. That's why we're going to get on our job and we're going to be in these different states so we could show through lectures, seminars, and workshops what's really going on in the real world. Because that ain't the real world that these people are living in. How, is that the real world where you can only must up a thousand people to do a counter uh, counter march between Glenn Beck? These, these, what's really going on in that world? What's really going on in that world? But let the Redskins play that day, and it'd be two hundred thousand Negroes at that game. Yeah. 
You know, so, you know, we got to start basically putting these groups together, being able to at least demonstrate once or twice a year and not be all scared and apologetic about why we coming together and, 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 and coming up with all of these excuses, these petty-ass excuses about why we won't stand with each other. You know what I'm saying? Why we scared to bring people who supporting us around other people that are supporting other people. Like you lost the war already, B. You ain't you can't even win the battle now. You lost. You can't pop in this epoch rolling like that. It, it just won't work. So, like we said before, the name of the game is power and numbers and unity. That's it. And I and 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 you know. We singing the song and people are dancing. They hear the song and they love it. It's growing legs. You know what I mean? And that's what it's going to be. So, you know, like I said, keep pay, you know, keep your ears to the ground. When we get this eight city tour rolling, you definitely going to hear about it. Y'all going to see it and, you know, just come out, support, kick it. You know what I mean? Bring the family. You know what I'm saying? Bring yourself, bring 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 a spirit of being able to want change and be ready to implement this change. You know what I'm saying? And being ready to basically get your hands dirty by tilling that soil or planting that seed and basically turning the page so we could get this thing going because it's right in front of us. It's in our hands. Truth be told. It's definitely in our hands. Dude. You know what I mean? So, you know, it's a beautiful day. You know what I'm saying? Definitely a beautiful day. You know, and especially my artists that are out there, and I also am making another monumental appeal to my graphic artists that are out there and my web designers that are out there. I'm basically saying the same way that, you, that, that when you log on to Blog Talk, we are bringing on individuals who are masters in their field and, and they're sharing this information and feeding the mind, feeding the soul and everything. We're asking the family that's out there to do the same with us. Send us your best web designer. Send us the best graphic designer. Whoever you are, I'm sure that you can hear this message. Holler at us. You understand? Because we definitely are prepared and we definitely ready to make monumental moves with your talents. Shout out to my illustrators and my clothing designers out there. Kings County is now hiring individuals for the designers. You know what I'm saying? Like, give me your contact info and I'm going to drop mine. You can holler at me at 347-645-6699. 347-645-6699. Okay? And the email is filthmore at gmail. That's P. As in power, okay. H is in Hover. I is in Italy. L is in Larry. T is in Tower. H is in Hour. M is in More. O is in Orange. O is in Orange. R is in Radar at Gmail. Indeed. So um, you know, get at us. That's it. Yeah. I want to say, um, again, thank you for another monumental show. Uh, I definitely co-sign everything that you said. I don't think there's anything else 
that needs to be said. You know what I'm saying? Um, next time we just gonna pull out the trumpets or what have you. So I want to leave it at that. I want to thank Azariah. I want to thank his wife for coming through. I want to thank the caller. You know what I'm saying? The called in their comments, concerns. You know what I'm saying? I definitely want to thank all of tonight's listeners. I want to send love and light to the family that's going to catch us in the archive. You know, those that will be hearing this perpetually as it's played throughout time. You know, the entire universal family that's dealing with the human family as well as whatever else is on this particular planet at this particular time, dealing with raising the vibration and pushing this place onto the next octave. We want to say peace, love, and light. And we will see you on the next episode, which will be Friday, inshallah. Peace. Peace.